This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. And today, we're back. My man's third time on the pod. Yeah. Dijon, back on here. Third time. He did one with T-Rail early on. He did another one with T-Rail and AD. Six, seven, eight months ago, something like that. Yeah, top of the year. And then we back. Yeah, Absolutely. Man. Another sit down. Me. How you how you living, man? What's going on? I'm good, man. Got the new progress report card out. I see that. Yeah. We got yeah, we got some stuff in front of us. I mean, we'll we'll dive into all this a little bit more as we get going here. But yeah. it's it's good. Okay, so the report card meta is still going on. Absolutely. That's my thing, you guys. We had that controversial interview at first and it just in, inspired me to like keep going on with it. Let's keep it pushing. Okay, I like it. Yeah, as I was watching his most recent interview last night because I'd seen bits and pieces before, but I watched the full thing yeah. yesterday, and it was kind of crazy because, I, I mean, maybe we could do this topic just to start it off, but the, the radio conversation, oh, man. I mean, he, his argument was basically that he thinks that there should be more representation for black people at, at L.A. radio. That's he, one of my points. To me, it doesn't seem like a He's controversial right, argument, it's not especially good. when you have certain radio stations that it seems like they have an overabundance of Hispanic people working there. Not and just Hispanic, just non, yeah, yeah, non-black yeah. people working at a radio station, but they don't have enough black people. So I suggested, strongly suggested, that they hire a few more black DJs, black media people. You know, we don't yeah. just rap and play basketball. We also can be media people and entrepreneurs and executives and advertising and things like that. Journalists, we do those things as well. I thought it was a pretty reasonable point. It was kind of funny to watch oh, those guys try to argue with you about it. Ooh. Yeah, especially them. Coming from them, it was it was Ooh. crazy. Uh, T-Roll, T-Roll and AD, AD. but that's why it's, oh, okay. I'm happy that we're able to sit down finally boss to boss. Ooh. You get what I'm saying? Oh, nah, really, come on, man. That's how you're taking it. That's how you're taking it. They're nice bosses to, too, though. Yes, absolutely, but yeah. it's nice to sit down with the boss here. Like I've been to No Jumper yeah, yeah. three, four times, as you said. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's finally nice to sit down with the boss and be able to talk about hip-hop and radio stations yeah. and, and politics. It's a different mindset when you're the boss of a platform. Right, yeah. And I mean, let's be real. Like When you're talking about a big corporation like that, mm-hmm. there's a more obvious impetus put upon them to have a diverse staff or at least a staff that is representative of the artists that they're playing and the demographic that is listening to the music. Now, if mm-hmm. I chose to just have an all-white staff here at No Jumper, mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like a crazy idea to me, but it would be, I guess, within my realm of possibility right. because it's, I'm be a— right to do, to I, do so. I, I run a small independent you know, YouTube channel, whereas when we're talking about radio stations, I do believe that they have more of a, a duty since these mm-hmm. are big— corporations basically but also what it like it would be your right if you only want to have white staff here covering hip-hop or black culture that'd be your right because it is your business but would it hurt you Mm. to have 
black media representation? Would it put you out of business? Would it? You feel me? I don't think that it would. And I would definitely be open to the conversation regardless, whereas I feel like you have never really gotten too much of a conversation back from the radio stations that you've been attempting to create this dialogue with, right? Um, I've always had to deal with their um, bodyguards, or I don't want to use the, the word. The word I use starts with a C, and it follows with an O and an O and an N. Oh, cool, all right. But, <laughs> but we'll say bodyguards because yeah, okay. I'm trying to keep it positive. Yeah. To always, you know, get in the way. Like again, I want to talk to the boss uh-huh. of Power One Six. I don't want to talk to the one black DJ that they have. Cool. I don't want to speak on yeah. specifics, but he you get what I'm them. saying. Yeah. I, I, no, I don't hate anybody. Uh, yeah, I love all yeah, guys, yeah, creatures, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I want to yeah. talk to. The boss, I want to have intellectual conversations with the CEOs of these companies and the program directors, yeah. not just the one black DJ or the one black media person that they do have up there. Yeah. Right. Um, and what color is their program director? At Power 106? Yeah. Uh, I believe DJ E-Man is not black. I don't know exactly what race he is, and that's that's not relevant. I just know sure. he's not black, and uh, they could hire a few more black people up there. And yeah. that's just that's just my like suggestion. It's a strong suggestion. It's It's not like... Nobody's going to die if they don't. It's just, yeah, it'll be nice to have a few more black DJs on the radio. Because you've been making these statements for a while, and then I thought it was interesting when we saw the brown bag be announced as the uh, you know new morning show mm-hmm. on the, the channel. Now, obviously, D- uh, Duno has moved on Correct. for whatever reason. But I did see that, and I was like, that is kind of hilarious that this dude has been making a stink about this issue. Yeah. And yeah. they basically said, well, f- you. We're going to bring in a bunch more Hispanic yeah. talents to run well, the morning show, up, right? Which is great. Yeah. Congratulations to them for having the show. Right, right? Yeah, it yeah. would be nice to wake up and hear a morning show with three black hosts as well. Mm-hmm. Have that come on first and have this one come on after or vice versa. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Again, these are suggestions. Same thing with the pork car. Everything I do, my critiques in, in my magazine, Daily Magazine, it's all suggestions. Right. You know, and, it's not law. And, and this is the thing, though, is that they should kind of be thankful for you even wanting to have those conversations because the reality is is that most people in the L.A. media world or L.A. hip-hop fans do not ever have conversations about radio because it's just a mystery to all of us because yeah. if you're a serious music fan, you probably throw on a playlist you throw on a new release that you just felt like listening to you know most people i know who listen to music prefer to be more in control of what they're listening to so the radio is kind of just this side thing that you know moms listen to when they're driving to work you're somebody who actually is so passionate about you know la's music world that that you actually go out of your way to have this conversation that a lot of people like myself would not have ever even thought about otherwise i'd be a lot richer (laughs) and farther (laughs) off in life if i hadn't spoke up on this issue, and it's not just this issue. This is not my only hill that I have or my only plight. I also speak on how they don't play enough L.A. music in general. Mm. People kind of overshadow that and always get to the race thing with me for whatever reason, but I'm saying play L.A. rappers' music on L.A. radio so that DJs in other markets want to play L.A. rap music so that they have a track record on BDS spins. Like, oh, they're playing him five, six times a day in L.A. I could play him in Arizona. I could play him in Houston. I could play him in Chicago, Detroit, XYZ predicated on that do they not really take any interest from your perspective in underground la stuff because i feel like you could go to new york you could go to atlanta and you're gonna hear somebody on the radio in new york who maybe they still are like a pretty well-known artist but they're still kind of pushing their their artists right absolutely um it's like la rap has the cooties almost it's like nobody really wants to touch it like that Mm. nobody really wants to uh, dive into it and and that's my job that's you know my niche i guess to to handle something that 
everybody else abandoned. What what gives you that that drive and passion about LA music specifically? Because when I hear you talk about it, mm. it makes me realize how not particularly invested I am in the success of LA music. Because the reality is, is I can listen to music from a whole lot of different cities and states, and I appreciate it all the same. Right. And so, like, right, it made me think, like, who are the LA artists that I've been listening to in the last? year or two and it is a relatively small list yeah i saw that um clip of you and bootleg cab having that conversation last week and it sparked my interest before i even heard you say my name i was like tuned in because it was a great conversation um i feel so passionate about la rap because it's old a lot you see the whole country or whole world making gangster rap music right absolutely and this is where it started absolutely so it's like the whole world is doing our shit you're not gonna move me off my block so just because you start copying me hypothetically if you started copying me I wouldn't stop making report cards. I wouldn't stop doing what I'm doing if you were copying me. You got it. You can right. do the report card. Yeah. This, is, this <laughs> is a lot of work that I'm not right. willing to take on. I'm just yeah. saying hypothetically, and I feel like the whole country, the whole world started copying us rap-wise, and then we fell off with it. Mm. It's like, you don't do that. That's letting somebody move you off your block. I'm not into that. Yeah, and I've always wondered why that's the case, because, you know, me growing up, it was NWA, Ice Cube, Dre, Snoop, et cetera. Like, yeah. everything music-wise, when I was a kid, was like, everything dope is happening in California, and then at some point, sort of towards the late 90s, like around time Tupac killed, realistically, okay. you didn't really like hear from too many L.A. artists for a long period of time until the game came out. Yeah. And then, you know, you have YG, who's like a national star and stuff. Nipsey. Nipsey, of course. Yeah, but there's, there's, it has been kind of light in comparison to like Atlanta, obviously just taking center stage Absolutely. nationally and everything. Like, what, do you have any theories about why that might be the case? I attribute it to intelligence. It's all about intelligence. Money, too. Like money in big parentheses, Ugh. underline, circle, and everything. Mm. But really intelligence, because even if you don't have the money, you could find ways around it. Like, it cost me zero dollars to make this. I've been viral for a year and a half or something that cost me zero dollars to make. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that's just me being intelligent. So I feel like a lot of people in L.A., managers, managers, producers, a.k.a. beat makers, A&Rs, a lot of the people that work in the L.A. rap scene or work with the L.A. rap scene don't use their brain. They're not intelligent individuals to me. I don't see, like, effort. I don't see rollouts. I don't see strategy. I don't see anything like that. I just see a lot of blunt rolling and lean cut passing yeah. and flicking <laughs> up and... Oh, I go get you this bitch. Yeah, I go right. get you that bitch. It's like, okay, are you the homie slash pimp, or are you a manager, Absolutely. or are you an A and R, are you a creative director? You get what I'm saying? I don't see service people out here. But do you think there's something about LA culture or or the sound that maybe prohibits it from it's going? Definitely the sound, right? It's the sound plays a part in it, but again, that goes back to intelligence with the producer or aka the beat makers not being intelligent enough to come up with a new sound that people like. That's that's brain work. Yeah. Dr. Dre wasn't intelligent. We call him a genius. DJ Quick, we call him a genius. Yeah, so that all goes back to intelligence. Hey, right, but like I feel like the LA artists who don't have a regional sound, right? Like they tend to blow up. Like for example, mm. like uh, this Roddy, this Kendrick, okay, Blast. Well, Blast kind of had the LA low. Yeah, some like, LA bouncing. Yeah, cool. right. But the ones who don't sound like LA, mm. they sort of blow up, right? So like, yeah. do you feel like? The regional sound, you know, mm-hmm. like, we're just tired of it. Like, nobody really, like, that don't translate outside of L.A.? Well, it has to be, one, it will have to be executed uh, perfectly, um, more so. And then, two, it's like, it's only popular because, okay, so Roddy Rich, he's popular, but he sounds like Young Thug and Future to me. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, it's kind of like a cheat. It's yeah. like, you sell too many records, but you sound like the South. And it's like, okay, you did that, you got on Roddy Rich, but imagine mm-hmm. if on his second album... That, that flop. Imagine if he came back and made an album that sounded like Compton. Wh- then you have this Grammy winner bringing attention to the West Coast. Again, if people stop treating LA rap like it had cooties, 
the sound would be more popular. It's like our mm-hmm. biggest stars don't want to touch it. Kendrick Lamar took five years to drop an album, drops an album, and there's no West Coast record on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I listen to Roddy Rich, I'm always listening to it, and I think he's mega talented yeah. and definitely probably like he is the star from the younger generation on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. But Love his music at a certain point, like I will listen to his whole album just trying to catch any sign lyrically or otherwise of this being a West Coast right. album. And it doesn't really happen that much. A lot of rappers tend to shout out their city, shout out where they're from over and over and over. He kind of avoids it. It sounds like he kind of wants his music to, to be so, you know, uh, I don't want to say bland because that has a negative connotation, but he doesn't want it to be the kind of thing where you have to give a shit about Long Beach or L.A. in order to appreciate and it. And that hinders the coast because, like I said, on that sophomore album, which didn't perform that well, no. instead of making another Atlanta-sounding album, if he had made a masterpiece that sounded like Compton, like took you on a day in Compton or a day in his upbringing, mm. that would have let fans like, oh, what's going on over there in Compton? What's he's going from on Compton? I thought he was from Long Beach. No, he's from Compton. Compton. He's oh, from Compton. I'm lost. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't say that again. <laughs> no, he's from Compton. No, Long Beach but, would claim him a lot harder, I guess, if he was from there, right? But um, no, nah, listen, right. So like with Roddy though, like I feel like he just waited too long, right? Like, right, like, like for example, if he would have dropped that same album, like let's say like three months after the first one, right? It, it probably went crazy. You feel me? Yeah, but you know, I get a lot of flack for pushing LA artists to drop music more consistently. That's like one oh, of the yeah. biggest things. It's like people will curse me out because I'm saying I want more music from you. Isn't that strange? Like I'm mm. like your yeah, consistency yeah, score is low because I want more music from you. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like LA artists will drop maybe like 12 songs a year, one project a year, if that. And you have Atlanta artists or Detroit artists putting that out in like a 60 day period, putting out 12 songs. In, the, in yeah, time. when you say that about people not putting out stuff enough or like not dropping consistently, mm-hmm. I, I usually think about it in terms of the artists that I am aware of who yeah. basically are just not. Like their music doesn't do well, and then at a certain point they kind of just stop releasing music because yeah. it's just not performing that well, or and they're sick yeah. of getting twenty thousand views on their music videos, so they just kind of stop dropping. But that's yeah. But that's I guess a that's lot. a problem for big artists as well. Right, but you got to keep yeah. going. You can't let um they handle you. We always see LA artists uh, not crying. I don't want to say that because I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like stating that they don't get su- support, but it's like you're not yeah. giving us products to support. Versus other regions are giving me music to go stream. Well, think about the career of somebody like Roddy Rich. He puts out the, that album and he's got this huge fucking single and he's on tour for years and he's got everywhere he goes. He needs security. People can't get enough of him. They love him. He's in the club. He's the most coolest fucking artist in the world. They're going crazy for his songs. And then he finally puts out a new album mm-hmm. and within like, you know, an hour. Twitter has let him know this shit is ass. And it's like, it's kind of weird because he's still like, up until that moment, he was enjoying that run of everybody fucking with him. And then it makes you kind of look at somebody like a Rihanna who chooses not to drop a project for six, seven years. And you're like, oh, I guess maybe that's why. Cardi B, don't drop for a long ass period of time because if you're, all that matters is your last project in a lot of ways. So it allows you to, like, like if if you're coming off a really popular project, Mm -hmm. maybe don't drop for a long ass time and the audience will you know, treat you like it a th- king. That's your prerogative, but people have sophomore jinx. Like Roddy has sophomore jinx. It's okay, but you still have to keep pushing, keep putting out music, and keep repping for the West. I wouldn't give up on it just yet. Mm, yeah. Definitely. Um, okay, so wh- like we talked about why you know we kind of see the 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 scene not working because okay, one thing that I find kind of interesting mm-hmm. is the fact that. Street music is more popular than ever. When you look at a place like Chicago, yeah. everybody, including like a large percentage of the staff in here, could give you an intricate breakdown of yeah. all the different Chicago yeah, artists so that we yeah. think are dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, LA has like the most in-depth, complicated fucking street 
politics and everything. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't seem like people are as interested in the L.A. street shit as as they are in Chicago, or at least the music doesn't have the appropriate connection to it. No, they're interested in the game content. They're just not interested in the music of it. Not no more, though, right? So, hey, right, like, like, uh, hey, right, right, for example, like, in, like, New York, right? Bro, like, 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 uh, there's kids who can break down to you, like, every little intricate beef, mm-hmm. and dudes got, like, 1,000 followers in, on, like, Instagram, mm-hmm. but there's documentaries of them with, like, 300,000 views, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But the L.A. dudes, like, mm-hmm. why people don't necessarily, like, care about their storylines, right? Okay. It's because they... But we have the best stories. Y- yeah, right, but the gangs, though, mm. bully the bloggers, right? You feel me, right? Do they? Who's getting bullied? Yeah, what if blog, you talk what about it, oh, it's all, listen to me, you feel me? <laughs> oh, oh, for you. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? No, 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 no <laughs> right? Right. Even like, um, no, no, like, uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, um, Swamp Stories, right? I have to, like, hide his face because he's scared that, you know, if, that, if, you know. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, right? So, like, yeah. if they're tripping on anybody who covered these stories mm. and these beefs and these wars, then how... Or the story's going to get out there. Well, I don't cover gang content like that, but I can draw a comparison with just rappers not appreciating, not just me, but other media people for covering their music. Yeah. It's like nobody else will touch it. So Double XL just put out their freshman cover for the second year in a row, no L.A. rapper on it. Yeah. And then it was like 2020, there was no L.A. rapper on it. There's been other years where there was no rapper from L.A. on it. Yeah. And I'm like, Vanessa Satin at Double XL won't cover you. The radio station won't play your music. You're not dissing yeah. them. I give you a low grade and it's F me, F me. At least I listen to the music. At least yeah. I acknowledge that you're a rap a rap artist. You get what I'm saying? But who's even up in the air that would would have been a good candidate for the Double XL this, this, this year or last year, like in terms of new artists? It's Kaylin, for real, for real. Kaylin, yeah, for he sure. He deserves it. He signed to Rock Nation. And he had one of the best projects last year with 222. Shout out to him. Okay. He has no hard feelings coming out soon with the single uh, with Tiger Butterfly Coop. But G Perico as well, because he dropped that DJ drama, uh, Gangsta Girls Tape, right. which is a, not an easy feat for a West Coast artist. We haven't seen somebody do that since Nipsey with Crenshaw. Uh-huh. Wait, uh, Blue Bloods Clan. Yeah, yeah they just did a tour as well, but they're a group. So I understand why yeah. Blue Bloods Clan is not on the Devil Excel cover. The groups get discounted groups, heavily. Yeah, yeah. don't get to be on that cover for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I do my own uh, freshman cover. This oh, is word. my Dan Lake LA freshman covers. Oh, it's our fourth year presented by Pro Club. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, and yeah. so I, this is my alternative to that. And it's like, okay, you guys don't make it on Vanessa Satin's Double XL freshman cover. Well, she's out of touch, though, so it's not really something, right? Like, we shouldn't even, like, well, they take... they got a whole staff. But you could le- at least save a, a slot for L.A. Like, this is the birthplace of gangster rap. So if it's gangster rap rappers on the cover, you could at least throw a L.A. artist on there yeah. once a year. I don't see they why, G- why it, G Perico... Yeah, but G Perico just did a nationwide tour and, sure. a, and, a, and a Gangsta Girls mixtape. What more does he have to do? Well, like, for, like, her, though, like, like uh, so, like, she says that the list is where she's trying to predict mm-hmm. in five years who's going to be massive superstars, right? Mm. Okay. And from the last two years, mm. there's nobody there that I see going to be a massive star. You, know? you, you mean in general on Double XL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you say that in maybe two, three years, you could see Kaylin for real, for real blowing up and becoming a big pop star? Honestly, I interviewed him a couple years ago, and I'm not 100% familiar with exactly how well he's yeah. doing right now. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I definitely think he's he's a cool-ass dude and shit. You know, okay. Now, look, listen. Like, so for me, it's like... I always ask myself, right, like, guys like Kalen and Wally the Sensei. Yeah. Why are they not bigger than what they are? Because they sound like they're, like, mad melodic. They got, Rap you know, singers. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right. So why isn't that translating to a larger audience, Because right? Melody controls the industry. Yeah. Thanks to L.A. Reid. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't translate because of, I would say marketing dollars. I would say because of effort. 
in yeah. certain certain regards because Kalen will put together a good body of work, but I feel like it could be pushed a lot, lot, lot more. Of course. Here, right? Respectfully. respectfully. Bro, listen, bro, because Kalen, like, like to me, is like he got it all, right? Yeah. Again, like no dick riding, but like he got the host. The host, you know, the host fucking love him. Got the voice. Right, got the voice, got the swag. You feel me? Got the dudes who fuck with him. Yeah. Right, you know, got the street credibility. Sign the Rock Nation. Yeah, right. Then, yeah. Like, why isn't it like resonating for him? You feel me? Yeah. I'm waiting to see what happens with his new project, No Hard Feelings. He's saying that this song with Tiger is the song of the summer that yeah. we've been waiting for. In LA, well, like, so well, like, okay, yeah, that's an issue to me, though, right? The tiger part, having no. a good tiger feature, oh. no, is is bro. <laughs> What's your favorite tiger song? Yuck, Akaramba, right? Yeah, you know what I'm referencing? <laughs> no, but no. just duh, oh, okay. I would hate that question. Rack no, right? City, no, Rack, but the issue Rack is, City, bro, bitch. get out of LA. Right, like, bro, like, like YG did when he made my crazy life. He yeah, went to Atlanta right? for a few yeah, months. Bro, Kalen, like, Kalen should move to the Bronx. No, like Atlanta. You feel me? Why the fuck with them niggas down there? Yeah, but he, he popped off in Atlanta. He yeah. spent some time in Atlanta. He popped off in Atlanta. But I get what you're saying. He, all of our artists, not just Kayla, I want to take it off of Kayla. Yeah. All of our artists definitely need to feature travel, travel, hit the road. That's why it was so good to see Bluebirds playing tour Yo, they so this hard, year man. nationwide. Yeah, that bro. Bro, they so, bro. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. now them, Yeah, I can see them popping off, like, mm-hmm. even with their L.A. sound, right? Because they mm-hmm. just, bro, like, they just, like, make you feel like, you yeah. you rich, you feel me? Yeah, but that's that might be part of the problem as well. And I've said yeah. it on the platform before that they need to add a little bit more substance to their music yeah. because I need to be able to listen to their music not just when I got paid, but also on a, <laughs> on a bad day too. Yeah. It's more broke yeah. niggas than it is rich niggas. Yeah, DMX sold more records than Jay Z when he came out because he related. It was more people that could relate to him. Fact. So I feel like if Blue Bus Clan made a project that would take us to the East Side Low Bottoms and, and tell us about those days that they didn't have it, yeah, you can have songs where you bragging and flexing Friday night. Got your check, yeah. pop bottles, but you also need songs for the nine to five niggas, niggas on the grind who don't have it necessarily as well. Yeah, fact, man. To me, to me, the last group or like the last artist that really or my favorite era of LA rap in recent memory was the Greedo Draco Shoreline yeah. takeover. Mm. That Traffic obviously, music. yeah, it ended kind of unceremoniously. Where mm. obviously, you know, Greedo gets locked up, which mm. luckily he's out now. Shoreline breaks, breaks up, up way yeah. prematurely before they even put their first album out on Atlantic. So you yeah. never got to really see Atlantic fully be able to do their magic and push yeah. them and really get them into like, you know, new spaces and stuff like yeah. that. And then with Draco, obviously, he got, well, he was locked up for a long ass time. And then once he finally got out he got killed which is a tragedy yeah, but i mean to me that was like the the moment where it, and and you know what was great about it too is that they all had such a fresh take on what la hip-hop could sound like and it didn't sound derivative it didn't sound like, like some row. some right. weird old heads version of it or yeah. some shit it was like oh no this is a, a perspective on la rap yeah. that is young and 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 new and yeah. doesn't give a shit about the old old yeah. ways I call that traffic rap that subgenre yeah, of, of music where they tried to break away from G-Funk break away from Mustard's ratchet sound it's not about mm. bitches shaking ass and, and yeah. gang banging and my blue flag on my uh, red flag it's about um, flocking and lean and designer shoes and jewelry and, and, and materialistic superficial things like that it's a, that's what yeah. traffic rap is Yo, you can slide to it no listen so like why do you feel like that Drake and Draco like song didn't like mm go as big as here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 we all thought, bro, like, when this shit dropped, it's about to, like, take Draco from this mm-hmm. to a fucking, like, a, you know, like, right? But then, like, when a song dropped, it just didn't go nowhere. I would say, like, Don Kennedy always says when he does an interview advertising, yeah. like, Draco wasn't signed to a major label, so there was no, like, big radio push for it. But it's a Drake um, song, though, man. Yeah, but there's no video. It's a Drake yeah, song uh, with no video. Yeah, and there's and no also, music video. You know, you can have a Drake verse, and 
if it just ain't the one, it ain't the one. Like to me, that, yeah, that song, was the best record. That song was not the greatest Draco yeah. song I ever heard. You know, if if you had taken Draco's best street hit at that moment and had Drake, Drake put a verse on it? on it, then we might be talking. Yeah. Keep in mind, Draco also had the fucking Saweetie collab when she was kind of at yeah. the height of her shit. Fuck. Did it the really change record. anything? No, 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 not really, record. right? Because at the end of the day, Draco's fan base don't want to hear him do some commercial shit. They want to hear that some shit. like grimy ass street shit because that's what he built his entire brand name on, the right? Right. You know? I think what would have worked better in his situation would have been him being on one of their records. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Him doing a feature on a Sweetie Pop record that blows up, that has that marketing push, that radio push. Wasn't that a Sweetie record, record that he yeah, was yeah, on, yeah, though? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The Risky yeah. record? Was it? Yeah, I but mean, it was on like a soundtrack or something. It wasn't like oh, okay. single derivative. Okay, okay right. gotcha. All right. That was around the time that, uh, remember, Sweetie was dancing a Spot'em Got'em record and shit, like standing on top of the SUV. Yeah, but she was, listen, yo, like. She uh, was popping at that moment. Now oh. she's going on tour with YG and Wally the Sensei. Right. Do you believe that's a, a real relationship or is that a clout relationship to promote the tour? It could be a bit of both. <laughs> and you, you know what? You, I think you were saying that that um, LA rappers should date more high profile. I'm just saying YG seems like the only one it doing works. it, right? It works. That was one of my tips. Yeah, in 2020, I did 21 tips for LA rappers. And that was one of my tips. Like, if you guys date up, a little bit, you know, bring more. You got to be a certain level of superstar to be able to even have your name in those conversations, right? Because you got to be a dope musician and you got to be have the riz, I guess, as the kids say these days. The what? The riz. riz. You don't know about the riz? Game. Game. Okay. (laughs) Ability to talk a bitch up out her pants. But, but like, YG at at this point, like, Mm. and he's dating down, though. You think because he's that much bigger than Sweetie? Right now, yes. Well, they're both huge. West Coast rappers. No, bro. Like, they're both last West Coast year, rappers like, that brand ambassadors. No. You think she's falling off so rapidly? I, like, did she sell like what, like two thousand copies first week? Really? He he didn't sell much more. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, like she's done now. Like but her career is over. I feel like she's still a huge star, regardless of where yeah, exactly her music is at right star. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them to me, they're to kinda, me, they're brand people. Like the, they're, they're meeting each other on about the right level, right? That's why <laughs> yeah. they're on tour together. It's because they kind of are at a similar level. An arena tour. And Kamaya's going to be Wait, hold up. In Arena Tour? It's Arena Ooh. Tour. YG, Tiger, Kamaya, Wally Sensei, and Miss Sweetie are going and on Who's the headliner tour. for that? Arena. YG, YG and Tiger. Okay. I can see Tiger. Tiger maybe like... No, like you're not going to do right? YG like that. Like YG, YG right? sold 26 million records. YG is a prominent star. No, listen. I don't like his recent music. I, I I'm YG. known for saying I don't like his recent music. Check out the car. I, I love YG, right? Low, but... He's still but a, if Lil uh, Baby is having to cancel That's dates, what I was thinking. If how is Dirk YG to able to, to sell out in the arena? I might have admitted that the arena tour was West Coast dates. Uh, Nonetheless, it's okay. still an arena tour. That's not an arena tour. That's an arena tour. Yeah, uh, yeah, hey, tour and arena. Oh, listen, question for you, right? So yeah. now... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I told everybody I was wrong about O3 Greedo. Right? Because again, right? Because look. Because... Before he got out, mm-hmm. I said he's about to get out and he's about to take over this music shit. Like he's about to transcend LA and take over. Right. 
His first project he dropped over like thirty songs. There's no banger there. No, no. He, he like he like dropped that single. It didn't really do nothing. I like the hitters in the club record. Yeah, but like it, it's not going nowhere though, right? Yeah, I mean maybe Alamo does. It. I don't feel like Alamo's the right fit for him. I'm always speaking on people's label situation. I don't feel like yeah. Alamo is the right fit for him. I don't see Tom Moskowitz knowing what he's doing as yeah, far as right breaking so, a West Coast artist. Right. So look, right. So do we ever see all three? Taking the step that we think he should have taken, like like uh, hair, right? Hair, right? So, hair, right? So, like for example, when I think about like him. Mm-hmm. I feel like like his career right now should be where, where like a twenty nineteen Roddy was. You feel me? Okay, you want him to be a megastar. You want yeah. him to cross over. Um, I feel like he has a potential to, and he has a couple platinum records, like a couple platinum singles. Um, mm. We're looking for that classic album from him because he did have like the um, God Level and Wolf on yeah. Wall Street, pro- Wolf on. Grape Street, excuse me, uh, projects back in the day. But we're looking for that classic album from him post-jail, definitely. Yeah. But we're also looking for, like, maybe some crossover singles. But all three's one of those artists that you can't really control. He's going to do what he want to do, so. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure the, la- the label might not have been excited about him dropping a 34-song project or no. whatever the fuck that thing was. a couple bangers on there. I <laughs> yeah. like maybe seven or eight of the 30-something. No, I thought it was good. But, but that, to me, that's, that, yeah, the, way, the way Greedo yeah. has always had popular records, though, is he just puts shit out, and then as time goes by, they just start to slowly accumulate fans, and they yeah. just become, like, fan favorites that people mm-hmm. listen to over and over. Yeah. We haven't seen Greedo have like a rollout for a single that has been chosen oh this is going to be the big new Greedo record and then they push it and they do a whole media spend behind it and it ends up taking off every time we see the label try to make something happen for Greedo it doesn't feel like it hits the same way as the songs that he just sort of puts out there that end up going off so I feel like he's still kind of getting his footing or whatever. I would like to see him put out a project that is, you know, maybe a little bit shorter and more consumable and a little bit more of a focus on quality. But I feel like he'll probably probably do that this year. I like what it represents, though. I like that we have a West Coast artist that's not afraid to feed their fan base and show their fans that they care because I feel like a lot of artists, i.e. Dom Kennedy, ignores their fan base and won't give them content, won't give them music, won't give them Mm. music videos, won't tour. And Greedo's coming fresh out of jail like, no, I'm going to feed my fan base. This is who pays the bills. Yeah. It's too much, though. For somebody like me, it's just kind of like yeah. amazing, and I'm just in shock to even mm-hmm. see Greedo walking around, even able to do his thing. Because yeah. I thought, like in my head, I had adjusted myself to thinking that it was probably another it was be ten a few years, more years yeah. before we were even oh, going to really? be able to it see him out here. Yeah, it was a shocker, definitely. But I'm happy to have him on his report card. I was happy to grade him. He got a 93. Now that was one of our highest me. grades. I respect it. Yeah, for sure. Blast. What's Blast's score? You get Blast. Uh, Blast got a seventy-five. No, no uh, eighty C plus. Yeah. That's Blast. Blast is cool. That's a C plus to me. I, Blast. I, uh, me he lacks emotion. He lacks. Um, I oh, want to really? hear some excitement from Blast. I want to hear him sad. I want to hear him angry. I want to hear him happy. I want to hear him joyful. I feel like he's always right here. It's to me, Blast is me. is huge. You know, he's 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 got everything. He's got all the pieces that he needs to yeah. be a superstar. Yeah. I do see yeah. his engagement and his numbers are very very impressive. Yeah. But he's definitely, if I was gonna pick a LA artist on this card yeah. to really like be huge within a couple of years, he probably would be my pick. Grammy along, nom- along with Greedo. Grammy nominated, BET award nominated. However, I just feel like his music could use some more soul, some more umph, yeah. and evoke more emotion. What's more strong? Than emotion and passion. I need to listen to more. Nah, of bro, projects, listen. But I feel like stuff. Blast, like for example, like if he like would have like have played it right towards like the end of like twenty twenty two, mid twenty twenty two, he probably would have been like huge right now, right? But like I've, I feel like Blast had this like huge like right like this huge like upswing. Then it's kind of yeah. like it, it, it well, like plateaued now, you know. He stopped dropping music with Vino. 
The yeah. thing with him that, at least from the L.A. perspective that we was fucking with, was the Blast and Bino, mm. like KC and JoJo. Blast and Bino, six tapes, six tape one, six tape two, but we mm. never got six tape three. By now, they should be on six tape five, six. To you me, though, with somebody like Blast, the come up is always or more likely going to be a gradual thing because mm. he doesn't give crazy, exciting interviews. He doesn't like no. have some bombastic personality like mm. Hollywood Unlocked is not writing fucking articles about oh, Blast. Yeah. He's just yeah. a really, really talented musician with a great voice. Yeah. So it's like it's going to be a slower come up as opposed to an artist mm. that has more of the gimmicky shit to be able to attach themselves to, I, I think. So you say it'd be patient. I would be patient with him for his last. He yeah, seems be, be uncompromising. I feel like he's he's yeah. he's got that integrity that'll guide him well. Listen, right? Like, I feel like Blast is like Friday, right? Where it's like they will always get like huge looks, okay? Right, like a feature. Yeah, right, right. But will their own shit like be as massive as their features? I I don't think so, right? Oh, I don't hmm. like artists when artists go through that situation. I hope that's not the case because I just want him to step it up a little bit with his solo music or, or get back with Bino and give us a six, eight, three, four, five. So how long does an artist need to go before, like without dropping for mm. you to decide that they no longer have a place on the report card because mm. some of the artists on here, or there's, there's some people that I think like, oh, why aren't they on the list? And mm. then I'm like, well, I mean, I guess they haven't dropped that much. Like AD was on the previous one and then he's not on this one. No, AD was never on the LA rap report card. He was on the uh, golden era LA rap report card. Oh, that shit. Was the, you threw the, him on the golden era. Yeah, because that's when, young, he, that's when he, but that's when he came out and that's what I associate him with. I associate him with the uh, Nipsey Hussle, Dom Kennedy, right. Casey Veggies, Problem, definitely Problem. Those are artists I associate AD with as an OG. Right. And I say that respectfully. Shout out to him. Yeah. I, I feel like he was on the golden era angle. For me. Yeah, no, this I is for like it. the new up and coming or the ones like... But you a, still got RJ on there and I think of him as being from 80s yeah, era, Yeah, but right? he just dropped a, a hot project, one of the hottest projects last year, Ronnie Brown Jr. LP. True. So if you still leave your step in the game, yeah. then that, to me, AD has transitioned to media. Right. So, Ooh, okay. listen... Now, I recognize that you gave Frosty a 66 uh, and gave Almighty a 65. You are very messy. Where the fuck he is He made sure to get Frosty just... On the back side. Oh, we got to go to the other side. Oh, it's front oh, and back. Shit. Adam. There we go. Okay. He made sure... To, sure Do you right, think to, I left like, all these artists off? <laughs> just one... Just, right, but no. I didn't do but that on one purpose. one number higher than Almighty. I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> uh, I hope those brothers squash it and get that yeah. money. Oh, That's what I hope shit. that they do. Right, but why did they you... both ice cold? Damn. Nah, man. How Rumble got a sixty? I feel like Rumble that's crazy. You don't see that big zero in consistency. Oh yeah. So uh -huh. right now, if you say you're in school and you miss math class altogether, you don't show up. What what whatsoever? Okay. Your grade's gonna drop. You get what I'm saying? He yeah. got a zero in consistency. That's me trying to be a little bit funny, but he hasn't put out a project in a few years, and everybody's saying, "Where's Rumble? Where's Rumble?" Yeah. Right. He's got the shit dropping soon, and I and when I I clicked on his most recent stuff on Apple Music, he does have a black last collab that sounds like some gospel child, child shit. of god it sounds yeah. way different than anything you ever heard it has from some rj uh, ad-libs on there too that ended up on the track so that's interesting but yeah that that song mm. is cool that's why he's on here actually because that feature dropped i think oh, rembo yeah. kind of needed to take a little time to, to take a step back and say okay mm. the stink team thing didn't work out draco died like what like where do i want to fit in like but i mean that last project felt like it went crazy i know it's the yeah. label doing their magic yeah. and everything too Warner brothers five yeah. million fucking TikTok and Lupe dancing to the Rumble song every yeah. day yeah. and shit. But, I mean, to me, he's one of the most impressive lyricists. And the, he's somebody, though, where they really need to nurture his talent and make sure mm -hmm. that they do things right with his career because I could see it going in a direction that's not good as well. Right. He just needs to be really consumed with the quality that, and that's shit. That's 
way of looking at it. I understand that perspective, but also me, I would have just flooded the market. I would have went full throttle. I would have used not use that as my moment, but I would have made my moment out of that. I would have made my my legacy out of that because we don't know now. It's up in air. Rimbles on the clock. We don't know mm. what this next project Good is going to do. He he told me that it was dropping in October. Mm. Yeah, it, it is like my whole thing is right. Like, is he like still going to be using like the Draco flow, or, or, or like is he going to like elevate? Yeah. And start actually making music. Like, you know, before Draco passed, him and I had like, I get into every rapper ever, but him and I had like a back and forth on Twitter because he was saying, a fan was saying, then he was saying that all these LA rappers copied his flow. Dude. And I was saying, well, some of these, a lot did, a lot do, mm-hmm. but some of the rappers were influenced by your flow. So you take a Rimble, to me, yes, he's influenced by Draco's flow, but yeah. he added that like nursery rhyme, oh, yeah, Dr. Seuss, British mm-hmm. Butler. And he yeah. speaks much more clearly, whereas Draco's coherent. defining yeah. feature is that he was sort of mumbly right. and, you know. So Rimble's inspired by him, but he also added something to it. Blue Buzz Clan was inspired by Draco, but I wouldn't say they copied Draco because yeah. they added like a back and Blue, forth yeah. swapping element. Different, there were a few artists, not a whole bunch, but there were a few artists who were inspired by Draco, not like copying this. Yeah, flow. man. Bro, bro, like, hey, right? So, Rumble, like, so as soon as he stops doing that, like, you know, like that, like, proper nursery rhyme shit, right? Yeah. Again, I, I love that shit. You feel me, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, if he stops doing that, yeah. is there still an audience for him? Well, he would have to show us on this new project that he could do something else. Maybe he could, he could do melody. Maybe he could rap in a different cadence or a different yeah. flow. Like, I remember growing up, MCs had different flows. They didn't just have one flow. Mm. Nowadays, people only have, like, one trick. Mm. Like, they can only do that one thing. And so that's one of the reasons why I do this. And not just for LA. I have Detroit, Atlanta, Chicago, New York dropped on 4th of July. All of those cars do much better than the LA rap car. But that, that's the crazy thing is if you look at Rumble's channel, he's mm. like, he got all these videos and they're all, like, street music and then oh, he has one music. song that is like him on the beach and yep. he's wearing like this white gown yeah, type yeah, yeah, thing yeah, 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 and he's yeah. he's just getting super deep with it and yeah. that was the moment where i was like oh okay so you're not just gonna be a street rapper like you're mm. definitely gonna try to do more and be more more diverse he's with your way content more animated than in all the other traffic rappers i think he's a lot smarter than probably yeah, the vast majority of people on this list as well which makes me feel like he has the situational intelligence to mm. be able to like Come back. Nurture his career and do the right thing, even with taking a year or so off. I, I feel like been you more know, than a year, Adam. But I feel like it's wait, been more than it's a been year, a couple years. <laughs> Yo, why the raw for the plug have a zero for flow? I don't now, know. Now, that's cruel, man. On a scale of one to ten, <laughs> if you ask me how much I like his flow, I would say zero. I don't like the way he raps. But like, don't he have like a, a similar flow to Draco? No, I feel like he doesn't execute it. As well, nearly as well. Did yeah. Ralphie come for your ass when he saw this? Or has he not seen this? <laughs> yeah, well, this is not unreleased. Zero, this is oh, unreleased. unreleased. This okay, comes so we got Because yeah. a zero right. is it, just cruel, man. No, but like, he, we have had spats on the timeline before. He got like, um, I always give him a 10 in consistency, a 10 in Brandon. I love like he has the plug walks coming. Yeah. I love he has the skateboards. He had the uh, holy water with exotic pop. I love his business. Uh, business. I never get credit for the 10s. I always get like flack for the zeros or the low grades or the S. But it's like, I'm telling you, you're a 10 in Brandon. Let's focus on that. It must be really weird for you to be putting Tyler the Creator and Doja Cat on this list. Yeah. Because they're so outside the box of everything else. Especially Doja Cat because she's just become like the biggest fucking pop star in the world. Last year, though. Like now she's not. Yeah. Right. Like her her shit doesn't. She's falling off now? Yeah. Well, because she did. 200,000 followers in a day. (laughs) What's wrong with her? I couldn't believe it when I saw that. What they want to be called? She's salty because she's out here dating a white boy and her fan base has decided that they hate him. 
So now she's like, well, fuck my fans. I love my man. She's going to wish, once she's done with that penis, she's going to wish that she still had a good relationship with her fans. Ain't she white? Well, half white. Okay, well, nonetheless, Doja Cat is on here because, one, we need more female rap representation in L.A., as many people have told me. So she is a female rapper technically Mm -hmm. from L.A. County. If I have somebody from Compton or Long Beach or Inglewood, I have to include somebody from Tarzana, I guess, because she's from Tarzana, which is technically Los Angeles County. Well, like, this Ash Bash, though, like, we, like, like, don't see her hair? Ash Bash hasn't put out music since, like, 2020. Damn. There's, what, like, two or three girls on this whole list? No, there's about four. So we have Doja Cat... Asia from uh, Compton, shout out to her. She oh, right. yo, she's a rapper, in, rapper though. Yeah, like she, she, yo, she hard. No, she's uh, she has the right in record with Greedo and Blue Bucks yeah. Clan out right now. Check that out. We have Shady Blue, who we talked about signing mm-hmm. Interscope and Two Tone Twins. So there's a few female rappers, but we definitely need more female rappers uh, putting out music. I'll say that in LA. Where's Crip Mac on this list? You know what? Something told me to put him on here. I was like, they're going to think I'm making a parody of it. Yeah. I don't want to water down the brand. But I would like, because I'm a funny person. I love to laugh. Yeah. Humor is my thing. I wish I had put Crip Mac on here. I might, I might grade him individually. To be yeah. honest, if if he had the right producer who he would actually listen to, I yeah. could imagine Crip Mac having some great records. It's okay. just he goes in there and says and does whatever the whatever. fuck he feels like doing. Maybe with a ghostwriter. Yeah. Maybe with a ghostwriter. No, and some old, we could be that. And no, some old, no, not ghostwriter. You, you a ghostwriter for Crip Mac? <laughs> no, 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 nah, nah, I don't know. Hold on, but let me know. Somebody we could, could. We could piece up on it though. Nah, man, not ghostwriter. Right? I will like, bring Crip Mac to Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre over will help some him. funky yeah. West Coast yes. beats. I can hear Crip Mac. Can you see it? He has yeah. such a good voice. Battle Cat. Let's get Crip Mac with Battle Cat and a ghostwriter. His flow is very incoherent, but as a as a in terms of just. The voice, the right. voice goes goes a, a big big way for I me. I don't got a little mm. money part right there. I don't. I'm not mad at that idea. Mm. Yo, y'all remember that? Why is Jay Worthy uh, a minus right now? Why are you hating on Jay Worthy? He's one <laughs> oh, of my yeah, favorites. I, I love Jay Worthy. Right, but like Miracle, whole of... projects with Larry June, and he's working with Alchemist. He works with the top producers in the game. Tours around the world. He, he has a bag. Project after project after project. I think he's from like. Toronto or some part of Canada. I don't want to get it wrong, but he's from Canada. Oh, by way of Compton uh, or okay. Bompton, as he would say. Hey, listen, right. So look, so so like he's somebody where like and he takes music seriously, right? Right, he's like, an artist, artist. Yeah, right. Like again, you know, like his production is always like top tier, right? His business is important. G funk music, yeah, all but that. like in terms of like m- making music that currently like resonates. Mm-hmm. You know, it resonates more than a lot of these. Go check out his Spotify monthly listeners and a lot of these other uh, LA rappers Spotify monthly but, listeners. It's not there. But that to me brings us to the the greater point with some of this is that mm-hmm. sometimes there might be an artist that I love and I personally drive around listening to him, mm-hmm. but then I also recognize that the audience doesn't seem to give a fuck about them to the same extent that I like them. Mm-hmm. And and do you ever feel like you're in a little bit of a quandary there mm-hmm. because you want to give them a fucking hundred because mm-hmm. you think they're so great but meanwhile mm-hmm. when you look at it objectively you're like okay the audience doesn't really well, give a shit about them like well, the same was, way I do well outside of a few categories this is based on um, my personal opinion like like Brandon you have to kind of be factual with that yeah. if somebody ha- doesn't have a brand you can't give them a 10 in Brandon mm-hmm. but who's to say that if I feel like somebody's a 10 in lyricism who's to tell me that somebody's not a 10 in ly- lyricism or right. if I feel like somebody's a, a 10 in style who's to tell me that they're not a 10 in style That's, that can't be factually proven certain categories like consistency or Brandon can be uh, fact factual of course so um 
yeah, th- these report cards are based off my ears, what I like to listen to, what direction I would like to see these artists going, what I feel like they're doing great, what I feel like they could be improving. Yeah, because what does style typically consist of? Because, like, Big Sad got a four for style. You're yeah, saying he basically just needs to invest in more drip or what? Yeah, that that and as well as show show us as well, like some yeah. more better uh, photo shoots. I said on Twitter last week that if he paid more attention to detail, because yeah. he has the fan base. He's on the 1985 tour right now. He yeah, has a loyal fan base and he's hard. He has the talent. But if mm-hmm. he put it together and paid attention to detail and maybe gave us some better artwork, some better photo shoots, did some press, things like that, the look has to be there as well. You know, uh, mm-hmm. hip hop is not just about rapping. We remember Easy and his shades. Remember Slick Rick and the patch and the jewelry. Yeah, Ever cool absolutely. Jamie Kango. You know, it's about the look. Now, as listen. Well. Now, this is the one issue I do have for the list, though. You and, have a few issues with it. And look, I think it's severely and unfair. Now, I personally would have given Wally the Sensei mm. a 98, 99, right? D- d- right? Right? Like, yeah. damn near. You got a uh, B minus. What's wrong with Wally having a B Damn B-? near 100, though, right? But mm-hmm. I, listen. So, so let's say. No project this year. He dropped the project last year, but no project this year. Right. But look, right. Look, right. So, look, seven for like music videos. Now, mm-hmm. now, the last one, Hami. Uh huh. Yo, he put. That was not his A lot of effort year. into it, though. Yeah, but that, was, that wasn't this year. That was, that, that was like 2022, like towards the end of 2022. Yeah, yeah, right? that was last year. That wasn't this year. Yeah. Well, like it's been like the first like five months, right? No, it's been seven months so far. It's, it's July, <laughs> right? Well, it's July, right? almost in July. It's about to be August first. It's coming soon. I would like to see some more music videos from, from Wally the Sensei. Sensei. Like, gotta come on, bro. A seven for style, bro. Like he's Wally. That's cool. He's not. A, to me, ten is like I'm at Met Gala in Drip. I'm in L Magazine or oh, Barack. style is clothes. Cold, uh, not yeah, uh, style as far as music would be like Cadence. That's what. Yeah. That's what style is as far as music. And, and Flacco is the biggest Wally the Sensei fan of all time. I don't know if that's adorable. If you're getting uh, paid by him and his team or no. what, but he, <laughs> at some point he discovered Wally uh-huh. and it has been nonstop Wally mm. praise ever mm. since. You know what I want to hear? I want to hear Greedo on that 03 Flow remix. Oh, that's one thing uh, I regretted. I, that. I regretted that about my Greedo interview yeah. is that I should have asked him what he thought of him because I have yeah. no idea like how he feels mm. about That's him. why I put them next to each other on here as well. Wally Never. and Greedo are right next to each other because I mm. feel like they should work together. And that dude. But they have worked together. They just haven't released Lambo Lambeau Fo from, uh, from, from Watts. From Watts or from Grape Street, I guess. Signed to APG. Yeah. He, don't know, don't but know he's why he somebody else who sounds a lot like Greedo that I haven't heard what Not Greedo thinks about. a lot like him. Greedo. He has a little bit of the cadences. Okay, but yeah. He makes it swifter. He's more of like, he's trying to be more of like a sex yeah. symbol with it. Well, you think he fucked up with signing APG? Yeah. I feel like you didn't listen to Metro Boomer's interview. I pay attention to stuff like Wait, that. Well, he was trashing ABG? Yeah, something about Mike Karen and them stole all his publishing or XYZ. I mm. remember that was a big deal a few years ago, 2018, 2019. Metro Boomer was warning people don't mess with APG. And we haven't seen them deliver any like household names out of all that funding that they've got over there. So. Interesting. They did shout have Youngboy, but I don't know. I guess that's gone. Yo, yeah. how is Vince Staples a 78 like, 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 like when like last year, like he like university like probably dropped like Two dope uh, bodies of work. Five, yeah, oh, right. Yeah, like last. a top five, like top three album, like in no. the world. You feel right. me? Relax with that. In no, the world. right. No, yeah, no. right. No. no, no, like. And and if you want to say in rap, he had dope projects last those. year. Ramona Park broke my heart is a great, yeah. phenomenal album. But I would like to see a follow-up. This is the progress report card. This isn't the yeah. report card. This is a progress report card. Mm. It's about have you been doing this year yeah. on top of what you had at the beginning of the year last he year. He like, hey, right, hey, right. But, bro, when you drop a classic album, no, hey, right, like, hey, right. Uh, classic is a bro, strong word. When I think bro, of classic. Bro, like, classic album. The critics say, listen, right. He I, gravitates towards hyperbole. He likes to say no, that no, albums no. are a little more important than they are. It's not me, though, Oh, you right? like to exaggerate no. how much you like it? Wait, though. 
it, it's not me though. It, it's a rap critic saying that like that's a classic rap album. I am the rap critic. And I'm saying right, that so that's like, not a classic rap album. That's a great rap album. It's a great rap album, but that doesn't make it a classic. A classic album to me is like Victory Lap. That's a classic. The documentary, that's yeah. a classic. You get yeah. what I'm See, saying? See, I'm looking at Vince Staples' album music right here, and mm -hmm. I remember being very tuned in mm -hmm. up until this 2018 project, Which and then one? I have not even heard either no. of these the newer projects, so I'm out of the loop. Well, Mustard did a Ramona few Park records on Ramona yeah. Park that were dope. He okay. did maybe three yeah. records, and there's a little baby verse on there that's fire. That's one of the little bit of crazy. Like it's like, yo, it's Yeah, but phenomenal. that classic word, I'll debate you all day. I'm not <laughs> well, people throw that word around too much for me. Yeah. Wait, I, I right. Uh what's classic then? Like To me, classic is it's not about always oh, no skips on it, because yeah. I can skip a song on the crowd. Oh, of course. It's still the classic. I can find a song on Doggy Style I don't want to listen to right now and skip yeah. it. But to me, a classic is an album that uh benchmarks the time or like time stamps okay. a period in time. Okay, yeah. And like a time capsule almost. You can always yeah. go back to it over and over and it'll remind you of that time period. You know where you was at when it dropped. You remember who you was dating at the time. You remember what food you was eating. Yeah. XYZ, what kind of weed you was smoking. That's a classic to me. And I wouldn't say Ramona Park broke my heart is gonna make um, me remember twenty twenty two like that. Look, right look then. So then like what year did Victory Lab become a classic, right? Cause again, cause mm -hmm. cause while Nipsey was here, mm -hmm. Again, I, mm. I, I I love Nipsey. Right, right. But while he he was here, like no, right, like uh, like uh, you know, like like nothing he dropped mm -hmm. could be called a classic or like. A, That's you speaking from a non-Angelino native uh, perspective. Yeah. From L.A., he has multiple classic projects. Yeah, my, LA, fa yeah. my favorite project yeah. of his is Mailbox Money. My personal favorite is yeah. the mixtape he dropped in 2015, Mailbox Money. But. Victory Lap was an instant classic to me as soon as I heard the full body of work. Mm -hmm. The only thing it was missing to me was maybe one more lady record. If it yeah. had another lady record, and like, it's like, who's Jean Paul to be critiquing Victory Lap? But yeah, if cool. I had to add something to Victory Lap, I critique everything. I would add a lady record to that. Never mm -hmm. in my life have I wished that a product had more, a project had more lady records. I just, I want, no. I want more no. aggression, no. more nah, faster man. beats. Like to me, all the R and B songs. It's tiring though. Every project, the R and B songs are skips for me. Oh, for real? Why? Yeah. Yeah. It's tiring. It's just I not like I like R and B. I come from an R and B household. Like a lot of R and B was played. You want to hear those soul samples, funk samples, jazz samples? You want to hear that a female singing on the hook? That's that's L A rap in general. From Misha Lay and Jewel, you feel me singing on G Funk records, early records on early on in hip L A rap. That just and the more I, I say this, and the older I get, when I talk about how I I kind of gravitate towards like only the street stuff the more mm. people seem to think that i am kind of deranged because that's my preference mm. because people are like well how could you not want to have the softer records as well very few artists do i actually want to hear the, the soft love you records i love when t fly used to sing on yg and nipsey and them records or ty dollar sign used to sing on them records and, and bring like that softer r&b feel to it that's that that to me you need that on a project too you got to have a strong street record as well as well mm. but towards the end of the project i want to hear a couple softer you know Softer R&B King Von albums, they always like the he got a Dreezy feature. No, yeah. that's a skip. I'm sorry. Why? Because it's just I don't want to hear King Von talking about eating pussy or whatever. It's just not for me. <laughs> here, here, right? That's the issue though, right? Because like a Von and like Dreezy record could have been like just them just like just rapping. You feel me? Like mm -hmm. yeah, she's a rapper. She's talking about girly shit. I'm just right? using like, that as an example because yeah, he actually has but that Dreezy record. Yeah. yeah, you could do it on some gangster shit though. You don't have to lose the thug appeal to make a lady record. Yeah, you, could, you could you could still yeah. rap that thug shit. What girls are capable of rapping about street shit like King Vaughn? I don't know. That's a, that's a tall order. Well, we did a female rap report card. Right. I feel that Scarlett is on some street shit. Lola yeah. Brooke talks street shit from time to time. Okay, yeah, Lola Brooke. For before sure. we dive fully into the female rap report card, which I do mm -hmm. want to talk about, mm -hmm. let's talk about the fact that. 
Dijon Paul had some criticisms of Adam 22 oh. maybe five, six months ago. We got into it a little bit. I don't even know if I... We didn't well, get into it this I think year. I, I left a comment, but it was yeah. basically... The, the, the situation that you were critical of in particular, yeah. I had uh, a bunch of different guys on the podcast. They were like who are, magicians or something? No, uh, one was this guy, Dick Masterson. There was this yeah. guy, Vito. They're more just like yeah. edgelord, comedian-type podcasters, yeah. if I had to put them into a box. I and then you have it. Destiny, who's like a very, very uh, progressive commentator, streamer, etc. Yeah. And at one point during it, Destiny made a joke that was basically like, like we were joking about the fact that Destiny at first thought that I was AD. He went to the channel, clicked on a video, saw that the host was AD, mm -hmm. and he just figured that that must be me since he had the same first two letters of my name. Mm -hmm. And so Destiny said, mm -hmm. uh, when, he, when he saw it, he said, oh, I thought at first I thought you were a black guy, and then I realized you were actually just a slave master of hip hop. That was mm -hmm. his joke. I tried to just kind of laugh it off, didn't really uh, engage with it. No. Soon after, I realized that I probably should have engaged with it a little bit more and tried to clean that up or edit it out because this was not taken very well by some, some large percentage. And, and, I, and I agree with the criticism that you threw out there because I'm not someone who would ever use slavery as a punchline in a joke. Yeah. I just I know who's watching this. I know that that's not going to go over very well. Even if it was the best possible fucking joke in the world, it's just not something that I should be joking about. Right. So if somebody like him is going to make a joke like that on the podcast, I owe it at least like a serious response. In reality, like the fact that we were having like a very lighthearted conversation mm -hmm. in that moment, it probably yeah. would have been a lot easier for me to just edit it out after the fact. Yeah, but so. Uh, either way, I mean, you should have stopped and be like, "Bro, don't play with me like that. Like, that's not what we on. That's not how we operate here at my place of business." Because that was inappropriate. I wouldn't let mm. nobody play with me like that. You're right. Or put some like that on me reverse. Like, yeah. I don't play with the racism stuff. That's not cool. I don't. Again, I don't know who bro was. I thought he was a magician. He was dressed like a magician. I don't. I don't know who he is. But I just. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think. It was, I didn't think it was funny. But Adam did come on my page and apologize. Mm. We talked in the DMs. You did leave a comment mm -hmm. in my. Uh, in my comments, apologizing. Mm -hmm. And it's noted. It's definitely noted. But, you know, it's it's on you. And I told you that. I'm like, God has to put it on your heart to make you do the right thing. I can't make you do the right thing. Nobody can make Adam, your grown man, do the right thing. God has to put it on your heart to well, do like, the right thing in those type of situations. If he's like in like atheist or so, so maybe God probably won't High, higher power, higher power, metaphorical God. God. Higher power, whatever it is, yeah, 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 higher God, power, but, universe, whatever, yeah. karma, whatever. Any universal law you believe in, it has to, something has to be put on your heart to make you do the right thing in those type of situations. But okay, you may not say it, but there's a lot of people who probably that you talk to or who, who you would have a lot in common with mm -hmm. who would say in general that a white man such as myself owning a influential hip-hop media company mm -hmm. is in and of itself a big problem. What is your attitude on that? Um, I mean, we've had spats on the timeline over the years. I've definitely called you a culture vulture before. I think I've called you a cracker before on the timeline. Damn. If I'm not mistaken, I think I have. When you interviewed... Um, Draco, but then you weren't there for the AZ Chagruchi interview. That's when me and you first had that first altercation on the timeline. Right. And, and that was the, mischaracterized, like, as if I didn't want to be there for that interview or whatever. Mm -hmm. Gina and Duno, I believe it was, they lined that up on their own. I was never invited to that interview. Yeah. It had oh. nothing to do with me. I wasn't they set it that. up, and then yeah. I was getting criticism for not being there or whatever. It's because like, I saw you interview Draco and get his side of the, of the story or whatnot, so I was expecting you to 
serve the same purpose to AZ Chike and Rucci. Mm. So I, I wasn't mm. privy to who set up which interview or whatnot. I was just like, oh, it would have been nice to see Adam show up to that interview. But you had said something about Baby Stone Gorillas being on my cover and P4K not showing up. So, you know, I'm a tit for tat type of person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. nonetheless, as far as the culture vulture thing, that's why I'm so happy that we're sitting down again, boss to boss. To me, this for LA, this is Dame Dash sitting down with Lear Cohen mm. for LA rap. Mm. At least. I'll take it. And that's a great conversation. Um, are there things that you do that are culture vultures? Absolutely. But I what do What stands I, out? What stands out most notoriety? Um, like you push a lot of gang content, but then you don't have like a balance to it. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, if you had put as much emphasis on maybe the LA rap music or maybe some of the more positive things that black people in LA are doing but, to balance out all of the gang content that you push up here, that'd be that would be nice. Definitely. I don't um, think that would make hurt your bottom line. Putting anymore. attention on the on the positive stuff is definitely good. But also mm-hmm. like when I tell you that I don't listen to R and B music and that I'm like solely listening to aggressive street yeah, music. I, I don't know. I mean like the gang stuff, I, I, I feel like I talk about it in a relatively tasteful manner just because of the fact that I know how much worse I could be in terms of really trying to stir shit up because there's mm-hmm. always things I have in my head during interviews. It's like, if you say that, you're going to get a crazy ass reaction. It and then like I quite often, you know, but it gets way worse <laughs> up here. I hold back and I don't always let right. it out. And sometimes I'll have him or Remo help me out with questions for interviews and I'll be mm. doing the interview, looking at the questions, just like, not holy saying that's shit, all this I am not saying me? that. Yeah, hey, no, hey, no, listen, right? No, especially with the, like, the C blue one. Mm. I noticed, like, how you did keep it, you know, just content friendly, you feel me, right? Mm. But, but yeah, you feel me, right? Like, I, I think you avoided a, a few, like, real, you know, real, like, game questions, you know? You got to peep their vibe, and sometimes they just are so clearly not really trying to have a super mm. messy conversation because, yeah. especially mm. with the young drill rappers or whatever, there's always, like, 50 ops that you could ask them yeah, about. You, mm. you diss this guy, this guy, this guy, yeah. this guy, and at some mm. point it just gets kind of boring, and it's kind of like maybe I'll just ask them about, like, one or two of the real well-known people he has yeah. Well, I think the, the biggest critique with you, like, so I watched the Joe Budden broadcast, and mm-hmm. your arch nemesis-ish <laughs> loves to point it out every episode. He always yeah. points out that you kind of like, it just seems like you enjoy it. And I can't lie, like, watching it when I do watch you, it does seem like you just enjoy riling up that guest and, like, getting them to talk about that beef. Mm. You get what I'm paused. You get what I'm saying? Like to me, it just seems like yeah. you, that's your thing. Like that's what yeah, you're right. Hip hop is yeah. kind of founded on conflict, large in large part. Yeah, right? but on wax, sure. and you want to keep it on wax. So maybe if we heard you like emphasize that, you know, you're, it's all you're, content though. They're talking about shit on their records. Like, yeah. like to me, it would be hard for me to do an interview mm. with a drill rapper and not mention at least some of the conflict that they're talking about, especially mm. when they have issues with other famous rappers. Mm. I agree that if you do a Crip Mac interview mm. and you say, so why don't you like the Hoovers or why, why don't yeah. you like these people? Like, like it, it's kind of boring. If you're going to say, Hey, Crip Mac, what's going on with this situation with Snoopy badass? Because you actually have like a real situation mm. yeah. with them talking shit to each other online. That's a lot more kosher as opposed to just saying, so like, okay, you're from this neighborhood. This neighborhood beefs with this neighborhood. So tell me how much you don't like this person, this person, and this person. Like that, to me, I see other people doing that shit, and I do agree that it comes off corny. Yeah, right. I feel you, but again, it goes back to what I said whether it's God or whatever yeah. higher power, they have to put that on your heart to make that change in you. You're going to mm. do what you want to do. You're an adult, so you're going to mm. do what you want to do with your platform, your business. 
just like all I can do is suggest that you highlight some more of the positive things that black people have going on, black entrepreneurs, black creators, black professionals in the greater Los Angeles area. So I can do is suggest that just like I suggest to L.A. Radio that they play more L.A. music and hire a few more black DJs. All I can do is suggest. You're right. No, that's a fair fair criticism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. But like my whole thing is like we got to be like just like consistent, right? Like like Mm -hmm. um, like uh, an ish, right? Yeah. Like when it says, "Oh, bro, like you bring like, like like uh dudes here and like ask about like their house, right?" But like mm-hmm. I'm like, "Damn, it's like the like Breakfast Club brought on the game to ask about Meek, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, 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 uh, Star to like ask about Fifty Cent." Oh no, it's right? definitely right, yeah. right, right. So like yeah. we call it out for everybody to say, "Yo, listen, like mm-hmm. like all media, right, right. stop the fuck shit." Are you saying all lives matter? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. No, like no, all no. lives matter. Because if yeah. someone is highlighting how a white person is doing yeah, a certain course. thing, we can't be like, oh, well, black people do it too. Like, of no, course. let's, you know, let's focus on one thing at a time. My main thing with this is that his whole perspective is whack because he, like, he watched me on a live stream where Crip Mac came on and started barking on FYB J Main. Yeah. Now, this to me, even though I had no idea that this was, this was going to happen, yeah. was obviously content. The problem is, is that Ish is old as fuck, and he does not really excel in media literacy. I kind of see him. Well, he doesn't have a media background. He's new to it. Give him time. Exactly. He's patient, just like with Blast. He's still pushing like bad. Like he just doesn't really know what the fuck is going on a lot of times. So listening to that conversation and listening to him condemn me Mm -hmm. for a fake beef that was clearly not real, and I felt like a large percentage of people who watched it got Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even know it was about to happen. I just clicked on the invite Crip Mac into the live thing, and to him, this was enough. For him to say that I'm this horrible person, I'm a piece of shit, it's like, bro, you missed the point. Yeah. You didn't get it. You were watching, but you didn't understand. But he still has the bravado and the confidence to go on camera and just act as if he's he's completely certain of what's going on well, on camera right there. Well, that's just his opinion. Not too much of issue. What I will say is I pray for the day that, that comes where you won't be on that live with them two entertained by that. Right. Or you'll be yeah. focused on something totally different. You'll be making movies or but something totally different. Again, I didn't know that was going to happen. That. I'm talking yeah. to J-Main, right. and then I see that Crip Max sent the request. I'm like, oh, my boy it's Crip Max, I would like to see these two yeah. have a conversation. But then also, it's just acting like someone's going to get killed over this. You're talking about somebody who's from Chicago who lives in Texas, mm. and then someone who has basically never left L.A. Right. And yes, they are very much about their own personal gang politics, but mm. the, the overlap is close what to nothing. What about optics, though? What about that? Hear me out. What about the optic of a screen where you see two black men arguing with one another? Back yeah. to, like that's like us sitting here arguing, yeah. and you sitting there just laughing, and it's your cameras and it's your studio, da da da, and you just um, capturing advertising yeah. from that or audience. That's just that. a bunch of human beings having a conversation, and then you you, know, so you're saying just take race out of it completely. Well, I mean, to me, I wasn't thinking about the race side of it. I wasn't well, thinking about the fact that got, this is going to look like Adam got, is trying to create a war yeah, between yeah, Chicago that's, and that's LA. The no. Remember, I said optic. It's about the. I'm not saying what's factual. But people I'm not start doing mental intent. gymnastics to try to to try to frame mm-hmm. a white person as the devil yeah, in yeah, a situation like this because of the fact that. I mean, I was literally like my jaw was dropped because I could not believe what I was listening to. And for at least a moment, I was kind of like, is this real? You like, are they that actually? Shit was funny. It was funny because these are two of the funniest people that yeah, I know. Crip Mac and Jay Man. Come on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They're funny enough on their own. Right. No, I mean, I, I'm just I, saying. I get you. But question for you, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I call big folks and said big folks, like, that's not a good look, right? Like, why? Because, right? like, this, right? I don't blame him. I blame two niggas. Mm-hmm. 
arguing on oh white men's IG live stream. But we got to me that's cool shit. We though. gotta hold that them accountable out. Not in public. You DM them that. Flacco. Text them that. Right? Yeah. Right. Nah. Don't say that in public. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Right. Here. Right. Because I caught big folks like bro like. You gotta understand like optics, right? Uh, of like two Chicago dudes mm-hmm. arguing on a on a LA life. nigga, right. right? Like who's not even involved in, in no GD politics, right? Mm. That you know, like that comes off as you know, like that's like, bro, you feel me? Like but, GDC, okay, you know? the conversation about platform is one thing, yeah. but when you talk about my Instagram live, it's yeah. like it's showing up as my live, as Crip Max live, well, as Big Post live, as Jay Main's live. Yeah. It's like the the fact that I was even in that conversation and that I brought them together yeah. in that moment it's is like, like it seems kind of irrelevant, well, right? Yeah, because course. it's it's not like they all came here For and had a big of argument. Of it's just Instagram live, of like course. you know. And I was tapping all kinds of different people in there. We had Ruga in there. I'm arguing with him. Big folks are screaming on people, yeah. et cetera. You know, this shit just happens. Well, at least you're willing to have the conversations about it. Oh, I don't mind. Yeah. You're willing to have the culture vulture conversation on camera. Lyra Cohen isn't. Ty Moskowitz isn't. Julie Greenwald isn't. There are a lot of uh, Joey Ie or whatever his name is. There are, are a lot of culture vulture. I don't know their ethnicity. I know they're, they're not black. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just so, asking. Them yeah, don't, hey, don't try hey, to Kyrie man. me. But I just know that they're not black, yeah. and I know that they're not willing to sit down with a Dame Dash or an intellectual black person and have the culture vulture conversation like we are right now. I'm not biting you. I'm not throwing anything at you. We're not having a heated yeah. conversation. If I We're was a record label head, though, I might avoid the conversation. Like, my my thing is having mm-hmm. the conversations, yeah. whereas when I think about this shit from the perspective mm-hmm. of Lear Cohen, it's like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't talk to anybody. I would never do an interview again like yeah. fucking if you're making billions of dollars off of hip hop mm-hmm. and you well, don't ever have to before. answer yeah, any of these questions beasts, stay the fuck out of the conversation but he, he'll by pull all up means. to the breakfast club though he'll do press so if you do press do press because he yeah. knows they won't do him dirty yeah. you get what I'm saying you, you know, know don't don't be like that so that's, like that's what I do like that you're yeah. willing to sit down finally after all these years and have a conversation about it all I commend right. you on that on that no problem yo wait so sorry my question right so Drake did some fuck shit recently, right? Now Drake what? is now Drake is my favorite rapper. What do you do? But when I see that the last real hip hop black media, right, that like Drake did, right, uh-huh. was three years ago. Okay. But rap radar, yeah. But and mm-hmm. he made sure that these two seasoned hip hop journalists, yeah, did an interview on his channel, on Drake's channel, mm-hmm. and his team had all the edits, right. Mm-hmm. But then you go to this like white girls like platform with fifty thousand subs. Yeah, the TikTok girl. They do her third episode, right? Fourth right. episode. A word, right? She only had three. Yeah, she doesn't have. Yeah, a lot. right. Yeah. And no, Yachty just did one right? as well. And yeah. he took her from fifty thousand subscribers to mm-hmm. three hundred thousand in four days. That mm. yeah. Why couldn't Drake do that for? Again, like fuck race, but right. somebody of the culture. Right. Um. It's a theory that people say white white ice is colder. Like if you walk into a white store, supposedly yeah. the ice is supposed to be colder than if you walk in a black owned store. <laughs> yeah. The ice there is supposed to be of a less less degree Celsius or whatnot. I don't subscribe to that line of thinking. Shout out to Elliot Wilson. I met him at the Empire Brunch yeah. a couple of weeks ago. He is uh one of my like idols in this music shit. Grew up reading him in Double Excels, The Same. Source, YN, shout out to Elliot. Uh, and I'm all about changing up the guard. I'm all about out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. Love new media people coming up. Feel like a lot of older media people could pass the baton, pass the mic. Yeah. But Elliot is one of those guys I feel like still has a good heart. So I know he'll figure it out. I know right now he's just figuring out what his lane is going to be. But mm. Drake definitely should give Elliot another interview. I definitely want to see Drake and all. Nah, not just Drake. Nah, not just Drake. Not Elliot, though. Uh, Why like, not? 
That was like why I was media. so shocked to see Elliot take an aim at Drake about that because yeah. it's like he gave you an interview three years ago. Like yeah. it would feel like everybody else in rap media, it's from me to the, the Breakfast one. Club to Vlad to whoever, right. everybody yeah. should be a little bit more like, well, I should be salty about like, well, how are you gonna go do an interview with this little white girl and not me? Yeah. But like Elliot, like you got one three years ago. What are you yeah. talking about? That lets you know how much I care. Even yeah. though I just got one, I want to see you do one with other people. Mm. I take the bullet for like. For people all the time in regards to I'll say something I know might hurt my career, hurt my pockets, but I know it'll be the better good or better. Elliot said though, me though. He said, When are you gonna come and do like a second one? You feel me? Like, right. you feel but do you me? think Drake us. Do you think Drake intentionally counterweighted the Bobby interview yeah. with going on on the radar and being like, look at how much I'm going to enthusiastically embrace an underground yeah, New York City yeah, podcast uh, yeah. platform. No, I was not happy, right? Because it's getting though. Why couldn't Gabe get the one hour plus interview? Huh? He right. got the freestyle. He got drunk. He got no, the biggest artist in the world. The freestyle. But Gabe, to be fair, Gabe's yeah. interviews are not as popping as, as the fact that he yeah. has freestyles with groups with 10, 20 million views. And he on has that. a, a yeah. on the radar LA freestyle coming with like Jason Cash and mm. who is Chris King and this artist named I Incognita. He's doing it in Florida right now. He's, he's really all over the place yeah, trying to get as much shit as possible. I love it. Yeah, yeah you, can't, dope, you can't blame Drake for wanting to do content with the no. people that he finds to be the most interesting or whatever. When I watched that interview with, with the white girl, Bobby, I did, I did find it fucking hilarious as I was watching it. But then having a little bit of time to think about it, you're like, well, that is kind of a weird choice. And are you only going to do meme interviews from now on? Because yeah. he, he did it with Barstool with the Caleb Presley dude. Yeah. He did one with Yachty that it was more of a softball, fun yeah. interview. And yeah. you can't blame him for just doing shit that is fun. Obviously, he doesn't want to go do an interview with somebody that's going to ask him insanely Serious tough questions, questions that are going to no, make him like, look bad. Here, right, but like, I just don't want to see Moth again, right? The only times I get to see Drake speak and do mm -hmm. interviews it's through the lens of a outsider, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fucked up. And for a moment, I was feeling like that about Drake when I saw him go do the full send podcast with yeah. the Nelk boys. They come on, and up, I'm man. like, damn. So is is Dirk just gonna only mm -hmm. do interviews with people like them who aren't gonna ask him the tough yeah. questions? But then he goes and does an academics podcast, yeah. and academics ask him a lot of hard questions. Which so was like, a okay, dope interview. That'll be the last like little Dirk like hip hop interview. I can relate that back to LA yeah. rappers because I remember a time where LA rapper would come do a no jumper interview. Yeah. But then they wouldn't do an interview with Black Media. It's like mm. you don't even have enough listeners. On Monday you come to No Jumper. <laughs> yeah. On Tuesday you're asking to be at whatever blog will have you. On Wednesday no, you're asking to be at whatever blog will have you. You don't have enough listeners, enough fan base, enough equity in the game to that's be true. turning down interviews. Like don't just. There were literally artists that would only do No Jumper, and that's it. Oh, I got my No Jumper interview. Mm -hmm. Like no, even when I dropped my first book, I did No Jumper. Then I did Palmcast, Talk to Remix, Mag, Eargasmic Media, all the Black media platforms as well mm -hmm. on separate days that's called a absolutely. press run you don't just come sit yeah. with one absolutely. platform and then oh that's the end of my press run i have seen it though too where it is as an artist especially even for me like i've done press runs where i did 12 interviews in the course of four days on different platforms and it's always like there's one or two that get the headlines or they get the actual interesting content and then the other ones kind of fall by the wayside because even my most hardcore fans are not going to watch 12 fucking interviews. Yeah. A lot of those interviews, I would be looking at the Reddit thinking like, oh, I said something in this interview that they're going to pick up on. And it felt like nobody even fucking acknowledged it or gave a shit because, you know, that like doing a shitload of interviews in a row is is not really, it kind of waters down your presence and it doesn't really give the fans what they artist? want. Well, especially for a brand new artist. Like yeah. if, if I'm a, a smaller artist, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, 
It's, it's a tough one. You because... turning down press as a brand new artist? Like, this your second mixtape, third mixtape? You turning down press? Oh, yeah, of course. Listen, right? Sometimes. Look, That's right? crazy. No, look, listen. When it comes to interviews, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I tell every like rapper that I know personally, bro, you better not ever do no interview, nigga. <laughs> Don't, listen, an interview, like, for, like, a rapper, like, for example, right? Like, we're, like, like, uh, like, um... You have no real personality to, you know, right, like, right, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be doing no interviews. You feel me? Right, right, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. right, right, just like drop music, right? Because again, like, you're like, here, like, for you, like, mm-hmm. that interview, like, does nothing for you, right? Like, mm-hmm. right, like, but it's content to repost for your fans. So if I'm an LA rapper and yeah. nope, and there's no platform, Double XL's not talking about me, I'm not on the radio, yes. Billboard's not talking about me, Rolling Stone's not talking about me, Hip Hop DX's not talking about me, no platform is covering my music. Yeah. I'm gonna go sit with new local blogs. So that I have content to repost that day. That's an interview I can repost and show my fans, yeah. hey, somebody cares about me, care about me too. To or me, I would spread it out, though, so that you're not just doing, like, five different yeah. episodes of different shows wearing the same outfit, saying the oh, same yeah, shit. Definitely, definitely. Because I've had artists hit me up, and they want me to interview them, and then I go and I search their name with the word interview after it on YouTube, and I find that they did Say Cheese, they did this thing, they did this mm-hmm. thing, they did this thing, and it's like... Yeah. If you weren't doing numbers on those platforms, then why would I think that it would be different on mine? And it's like, mm. I don't want to do content that is just exactly the same as a bunch of other shit that you already did. So a lot of times mm. I would pass on that. To me, being an artist and having the public interested in you is like a superpower. And yeah. you can kind of like easily get like lose your superpower by just doing a shitload of media and it's flooding the much. zone okay. with too yeah. much information. And a lot of artists would be smarter to kind of save some of that information for the music. You just don't want to be blown out. You don't want the public to lose like interest Cardi. in you because well, you put too yeah, much out yeah. there. Cardi is the opposite problem where yeah, yeah, he doesn't we, give yeah. you anything. So mm-hmm. his fans are yeah. chomping at the bit trying we to hear anything it. they possibly can. Well, listen, the advice you just gave, LA rappers are already exceeding in it. They don't do, they don't do press. <laughs> yeah. So they definitely got that down pat. No press, 10 mm-hmm. across the board. No, like, bro, like, here, right? But like, you tend to like, mm-hmm. like and respect a rapper more before meeting them. Right, like yeah, you get right? disappointed Sometimes. before me right? a lot of times. Yeah, it is not like like it's like the mystique behind them. Like, oh shit, yeah. you feel me, right? But then when you meet them and their voice is like normal and they're like, right, yeah, like they're not right? what they're talking about in music. Yeah, right, and it, it, it's like, oh, uh, you know, like but he's you, a dweeb. You but know? if you're performing in your music when you show up to the interview, you're supposed to be performing too. You're supposed to come <laughs> as that character, that persona. Don't yes, show up right. to my interview as a real person, but then I'm gonna wax talking about XYZ. Show up to your interview as that person. That and that's why it's like, if you really are an amazing interviewee as yeah. an artist or whatever, yeah. then yeah, you could do a lot of fucking different yeah. interviews. A lot of artists, though, they don't even have, they, they can't even be interesting for 20 or 30 minutes on camera. So you really don't want to go do 10 different interviews Not if you are boring as fuck on all of them. Um, I wanted to ask you about this before we get into the female rap report card. Is So we have seen uh, a bit of an exodus at No Jumper, a bunch of uh, the hosts who, who you previously did podcasts on yeah. with. They moved on and and started up their own independent thing. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this exodus? And and what do you think? Uh, does it does it make you excited for them? Because you were kind of the one mm-hmm. one of the people who was giving them shit about being employees, and now they are objectively I, I bosses. Wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I was giving them shit about it. I was just pointing out a fact. Mm-hmm. At the time, they were employees here, and I came to be interviewed. And kind of amazing that you had to be the first one to tell them. That they were employees. Yeah, I mean, I have two eyes. <laughs> I had know? never, like, we had never said it like that. I, I wasn't going out of my way to say that, but right. when they got mad at you for saying it, I was like, oh, shit. 
Is that the improper mm. verbiage for it? Hey, listen, it seems accurate to me. I mean, but I do wish we them well and, and much success with their um, entrepreneurship, their own platforms. That's dope. Always great to see. But, um, but I, you, just like them, are you? You are employees somewhere, and then you also have your own platform. Yeah. And that's you know? and, and that's yeah. great. That's absolutely great. Again, with the whole employee thing, because people come up to me in the streets all the time, and be like, "I'm not an employee. I'm a boss." And they say stuff like that to me at like gas stations and shit like that. The whole situation happened because. They brought up people from LA Radio mm. that I guess they had called and told them X Y Z about me, and then they once they brought them up, they said, "Okay, well, why are you focused on them?" Well, T Rail said, "Why are you focused on them? You should focus on doing a podcast." And I'm like, "Okay, I've been doing a podcast since 2020, <laughs> so you didn't even research the person that you personally invited up here to interview." Yeah. And again, I came for an interview. I didn't come for co corporate consultant mm. from employees. Like it did, doesn't make any sense for me, an owner of a platform, to listen to an employee of a platform to tell me. Oh, you shouldn't be doing a report card. Like you wouldn't be interviewing me if I didn't do a report card. You mm. get what I'm saying? Well, so not just yeah. T Rail. Gina said it as well. Different people said it. Like, oh, you're wrong for doing this report card, or oh, we're not supposed to um, review the music like that. You're only supposed to talk about the music that you do like. Don't talk about the music that you don't like. <laughs> so my mom told me uh, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. And I'm that's like, a recipe for nobody giving a shit about your opinion <laughs> in media. Is if you're always too scared to yeah. actually have an opinion. That's yeah. to me. That's just not necessarily journalism, or at least not the journalism I want to do. Yeah. So again, the employee thing was just about my preference like this is how I run my business when you're at No Jumper you're an employee when you're at Chubb Business you're at Chubb Business do what you want to do but don't blame me for having a report card and grading music but mm -hmm. as far as them doing their own thing I just feel like that was God again I'm a spiritual person I feel like that was just a seed that he wanted me to plant in their minds of being a boss and an entrepreneur and focusing on your own platform instead of vehemently defending like I wasn't even attacking no jumper I was just saying I didn't come I came here to be interviewed I didn't come here to hear from employees that <laughs> oh, I'm wrong for doing a report card <laughs> or xyz you get what I'm saying cuz so much of the discourse around like the report card or you having anything critical to say about radio or whatever is mm. basically like don't rock the boat don't have the the gall to mm. insult an artist because mm. a lot of the artists it's just like common knowledge assumption they are a good artist. They're a nice guy. You're not allowed to say anything bad mm. about them. And that just makes for boring-ass content. And same thing with, oh, that, that guy's a DJ at this radio station or whatever, so you can never have a perspective on him or never say anything about him. I mean, mm. that that is the standard in L.A., and yeah. to me, it's super boring. And I broke that mode. I wasn't going to be quiet. For what? It's not working. I can see if it was working. I can see if everybody's platinum, everybody's on XXL, Fresh Recover, Ugh. everybody's Grammy-nominated, BET Awards, there's five, six L.A. artists nominated. But that's not the case, so somebody needs to speak up and say something. I wasn't going to be quiet and, and wait another five, ten years of suffrage. I remember being in middle school, like 2008, 2009, and Snoop Dogg is on the radio in New York saying, hey, back home, they won't play our music on the radio. Mm -hmm. When I go to Atlanta, they're playing Atlanta artists. When I go to New York, they're playing New York artists. Mm -hmm. The L.A. radio, he said this. I can show you the video. Snoop Dogg mm -hmm. sat on DJ Who Kid's show and said they don't play music back home, my L.A. music back home in L.A. And so mm -hmm. what, we're supposed to deal with that for another 20 years, or I must speak up and say something and say mm -hmm. my piece? No, definitely. So what made you want to branch out into doing different report cards like this female rap report card and then even the Atlanta one? Yeah. Was that, I don't know, like, do, do you, are you more inspired by Atlanta music at this point? Is that why you wanted to do it? Because you just fuck with a lot of these rappers? Mm -hmm. No, one, it makes uh, logistic sense. Um, and it was suggested. Like, people would comment, oh, do New York, do mm -hmm. this city, do that city. It's still mm -hmm. cities I want to do. I want to do Memphis, Miami. Um, I want to do Tokyo. I want to do London. I want to do Toronto. 
Like I Tokyo is gonna be tough if you don't yeah. speak the language. <laughs> I can translate. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just I want to do. I want to. I don't want to just put myself in a box like a lot of LA rappers do. I can't be hypocritical and say LA rap let's grow and expand past LA, but then I'm not willing to do any work on my own and grow mm. and expand past LA. And like I said, I dropped the Detroit uh, report card on my birthday in March, and that was the biggest card. Mm, the Detroit oh, one went Detroit crazy. Detroit rap went crazy. Really? That's like with Payroll Giovanni, Babyface Ray, Bezo, Skillet Baby Shots. Him, he's one of my favorite artists. And you, right you included Flint rappers as well. Yeah, just Detroit area because right, yeah, I okay. wasn't gonna do a Flint card, Detroit card. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's too much. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But okay, so what is like in terms of you actually putting it together? What mm -hmm. is the hard part? Because like for me. If I were to like be even filling this out for any of these rappers, I would have to listen to a lot of I would have to listen to a lot of K Camp before I felt yeah. like I was really ready to judge his catalog or his, you know, consistency is like even just catalog, like you're gonna have to listen to all these fucking yeah. projects. Like this could potentially take like hundreds of hours to put if, one of these together. Not, right? If it's not an artist that I like Blue Bucks Clan, I don't have to go back and listen to it because I listen to it every day. So if it's not an artist that I'm consistently listening to all the time, Absolutely. I go do a deep dive and listen to it as much as I can possibly listen to. Mm. And it won't it doesn't take me a hundred hours to know that. I think your flow is X, Y, Z. Right. It won't take it. I, I'll know that. It won't take me a hundred hours to know that I think that your cadence could be better or that your cadence is off the hook and mm. it's a 10 or a nine or eight. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't take a hundred hours to determine certain things. I, I don't have to watch a thousand music videos to know that I think your videos on a scale of one to 10 is X, Y, Z. I just need to watch maybe 10 of them or, or 15 so, or 20 of them. Oh, you know shit. So you, you went with some different categories between the Atlanta one and the female rap one. Because for the female one, it has like fashion. Fashions for as, you. And on this one, it says impact. Impact. Oh, I guess both have impact. But yeah, you, both have impact. You, you but switch fashion, it up a bit. Yeah, I switch it up sometimes. Like we have style on the LA rap progress support card. I didn't want to put fashions. I wanted to put style because it's yeah. okay. it's men and women on here. On the female card, it says fashions because those are ladies. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so why do Cardi got a 55? Cardi. Cardi B. No, no. Oh, uh, you on Atlanta? Oh, oh okay, I don't, okay. I don't necessarily like his style of music. I like his older stuff in 2018, like that way. Yeah, me too. But all the super vamp uh, emo gothic thing that it's gone to. Obviously, that's not my thing. Yeah. So if no, well, his props fans to you for it. having the balls to say that because mm -hmm. very few people are actually willing to acknowledge that they don't really get the Playboy Cardi thing because it's mm -hmm. so popular with like a certain mm -hmm. wave of this younger generation. It's satanic for me. For me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, it's just mm -hmm. it, it's a little boring just because I grew up listening to so much metal and hardcore and stuff yeah. and rap at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so like a lot of the stuff that he does just seems kind of redundant to me. Now, as time goes by, I can't appreciate it because he's bringing something different to hip hop. And sometimes when I even see the footage of him though. performing and rolling out, yeah, but it still somehow falls under the hip hop umbrella. <laughs> And yeah. Even though, like, you could listen yeah. a whole lot of red, and there's like very little that feels like rap. You yeah, know, yeah. it's a uh, I don't know. But the music though is profound, right? Like, is it profound to me? It feels kind of repetitive for like stuff that I grew definitely up on. redundant. And not right? even I don't yeah. grow up listening to metal or anything like that. But yeah. it's like once you see somebody do, I was like, how many times you gonna come out dressed like yeah. that? Yeah, well, because I feel like. That. For people like, especially like from hip hop, who really like don't listen to like rock and metal, right? So to them, it's don't sort of revelatory that? sometimes. Yeah. Of like, oh, this is crazy. This is the craziest yeah. thing I ever. But heard, we had know? Lil Wayne doing rock music and doing the rock star stuff, and he deserves all growing, the credit in the world. I was growing for, up, he broke that shit open in like right. 2008. He put that yeah. Rebirth album out. Me and all my friends yeah. fucking hated it, and now we all look Everybody's at it as super it. influential. Uzi, yeah. Every artist is copying Wayne. He's one of the most influential rappers. Yo, listen, I personally feel like Cali. 
Callie ass is fat enough to where she should get like at least an 85, well, man. Callie Adam, got Adam a do me a favor and look and see if you see ass as a category. <laughs> Yo, Callie is bad though, man. Think, she is. Okay, I know. Yeah. yeah I don't the think music I, wise, uh, I don't really feel me. So, like, Flacco, you going to add the ass category on the female rapper card for sure. Right? Oh, now. What percentage of these do you think have BBLs? Oh, Harris. think about it. We'll That's get back good, to it later. Yeah, BBL category would be nice. <laughs> like ten. No, but the one more thing though. So skip with a flipper, man. Now, now he's somebody who I've personally have taken an invested interest into his career, right? Yeah. Because one, he's also a, a fellow stutterer too. Oh, right. Okay. Well, what do you mean? Like you Maybe. interviewed him. Maybe that's I why did, his. Maybe that's remember. why his. Hey, he was stuttering like a motherfucker. Like yes, yes, yes. He filmed their interview. I remember it. Yeah, but the two though. Listen, bro. In terms of his impact, like he's the one who influenced the the whole Migos flood. Right? Can that be proven? Because because huh? he was the, around uh, early. Yeah, but the yeah. whole nationwide, the national perspective of that is Migos are the originator. No, of that bro, skipping the flipper was man on a national level. That's common. Oh, oh, oh no, no, here, right? I don't no. feel like you get many points for just Migos having a first, flow early yeah. on if somebody who's like adjacent to you kind of blows say, up with it because they yeah. always will have this conversation about like oh Chief Keef yeah yeah Chief Keef but Lil Reese was rapping like that before Chief Keef right yeah and it's like okay yeah so whose impact score gonna be higher Chief Keef yeah 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 he deserves right. credit for that but at the same time if mm -hmm. one person made like you know pop smash records with yeah. that flow right. just because you were doing it a few months earlier. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, he's getting the credit It's for like it. Don Kennedy and Larry June yeah. in that regard. But the flow been a seven, though. Like, when, like, Skip with a flipper and, and, like, take off, it's all flow. Like, but isn't his name Skip a B. Havin or some shit now? Like, he changed his name, didn't he? I think so. I forget what he changed it to. That might fit in the box as well, but I like how Skipper the Flipper looks. No, I like it too, but it, I feel like he changed it as Skipper. Nah, nah. So what do you give? Let, let me ask you this: What would you give him in flow? Because I have him at the seven. Ten. What are you? Ten? Bro, like right, he you're listen. Right. He did. He changed it back at some point. Yeah, bro. Like you're, you're generous. You're very generous. He is flow though, like, right? Like he listen, right? Like in terms of lyrics, in terms of the beat selection, music, uh, okay. uh, but, like, he is legit, like, 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 all flow. Okay. Right? Like, like, he's flow and, and, and like, almost nothing else. Well, when I make it next year, I will yeah. definitely call you when it's time to get the skipper to flip on. Yeah. I will call so, you, put you on the phone before I put ink to paper. Now, you gave 2 chains of 92, which, again, yes. like... Phenomenal MC. He is an amazing He's artist. an OG. Phenomenal so, MC. So like, Well-dressed. Branding, a uh, whole... Bunch of content on Vice, different shows and things like that. I feel like he is Trap an museum. artist I haven't listened to in a long time, and I feel almost kind of embarrassed. Well, because, when, when was his but last He's dropping the joint projects with Lil Wayne. He dropped the project last year. A real two days? Yeah. Bro, I haven't. With the, it's the album with the blue backdrop, and he has an old school picture of him. I'm forgetting the name of it. It's something clever. Okay, yeah. He, 2022, he mm -hmm. dropped a, uh, an album. With the blue backdrop and an old childhood picture. He's still dropping like that? God damn. Yeah, he's a consistent MC, and he can rap alongside East Coast MCs. That's my favorite thing about him. I love when South artists can rap like along. Of East Coast Pretty girls like trap music. I think that was the first, the last one that I was in tune with in Damn. 2017. That's, that that's, was a, that had bangers on it, but yeah. no, he's dropped music since then. Um, mm -hmm. I might really listen to him on the drive home because he got all these classic projects that I haven't listened to forever. Like him rocking the Truey outfit, taking yeah. a piss. Yeah. Nah, that's hard. hard. Pe people were shocked that Russ was on Atlanta Pro Car, but he is from Atlanta. He said that yeah. he has a copy of it hanging on his fridge. Uh, I mean, no, if, oh, if yes. Doja Cat is getting to be on the LA list, then uh, I, you got to put Russ on the Atlanta list, right? Oh man, yeah, I only put Doja. Well, Complex just did ranked us. Number four was it in um, rap wise? L.A. Complex ranked Los Angeles number four, I believe. 
And they had Doja Cat, Tyler the Creator, yeah, Kend- well, Kendrick Lamar as our mascots. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, let me stop with the I bias. Mean, when you want to really the talk bias. about LA or American cities that have really fully fleshed out hip hop scenes. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be pretty limited. You have Atlanta, you have Chicago, you have LA, mm-hmm. you got New York. They had Detroit after us. I would put Detroit before. And I love LA. I mm. rep LA. But I would, me personally, I feel like Detroit is making better music than LA right now. They had Detroit yeah. like ninth or eighth place. I would put Detroit. I think that over would be hard LA. to argue. Yeah. New uh, York is above there, right? Uh, New York was like number two. Atlanta was number one. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah. I got to put New York above LA right now. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Wait, because of Drill Wave. And, and, yeah. And like who was three? Florida? No, I believe three was Chicago. So what the fuck? I mean, like. Out of Chicago right now, that's... Oh, was it Memphis? I think three was Memphis. It's probably Memphis. Right. Right? Like, Memphis, in Chicago right now, they ain't shit coming out of Chicago, but they're... I would have had Los Angeles at five. I would have had Detroit at four, and I would have had Los Angeles at five. Maybe I'm overrating Chicago And that's just right me now. being brutally honest, and I love LA. I'm repping yeah, LA, right? but yeah, I still got Detroit. Oh, listen... And Money Man should like, isn't like they hey, was getting at me about that you? Money Man grade. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, hey, right? Like, and I again, like Money Man. Listen, like me personally, mm-hmm. got to see though. You are listen right, and like and like he's like disqualified once you get like exposed for like for, for, for like a pay for bots and buying up. Is that worse than having somebody write your lyrics? These yeah, days? right. That's sad. Like ghost, yeah, right. So ghost biting is worse than ghost writing. Yeah, bro. Like right. No, listen, right. Well, look. that would take points off what Brandon. If you get caught buying bots, that would take points off like Brandon, maybe. No, like, or is that points for Brandon? Like, oh, you on your business, yet. right? That's like buying bots. <laughs> egregious, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I understand. No, no, like, especially being a southern artist, you don't have to do yeah, that. You, right. you have, you have so many people now. It's but you ever like, like you'll have an artist and you think that they're relatively popping right now, yeah. and then you'll actually like click on their videos, or somebody will tell you, and you start to look at the likes, so you start to look at the comments, and the comments are all fucking bullshit, and you're like, yeah. oh damn, I've been giving this guy credit for being like yeah, very yeah, popular, yeah. and now playing, I'm looking yeah. at it and I realize I've been lied to. I've yeah. been duping myself. It's manufactured, but you still got to go with your heart and just like what you like. Yeah. Unless you're in media and you're pushing to see a certain go. I hate when fans be too invested in that as far as like yeah. numbers and stuff like that. Because they leave don't that have to, the, leave that to us. Media they don't people. have the balls to have their own actual opinion, so they just strictly go off numbers. Like, right, right. shut out, hello, Yasin. I like his YouTube videos and everything, yeah. but he does a lot of the deep dives into the the actual numbers. Mm-hmm. And the other day, I clicked on a, a video to hear him talk about the new Coil Ray album, and he's talking about the sales. Poor sales. And, yeah. and he goes like, you know, I'm actually going to listen to this album tonight and i'm like i clicked on this whole 10 minute video and you're just acknowledging that you didn't even listen to it yet like right. i would i would way rather listen to this video if you could actually tell offer me how up, the music sounded first yeah 20 30 percent of this fucking video right. could be you talking about your own thoughts on why the music is maybe not okay. streaming as well as they thought it would be because reasonable doubt didn't sell well and mm, ready boy, to ready to die only so like 30 some thousand copies first week which oh, was, a, was technically a flop but it's a remarkable body of work so i definitely feel like you got to listen to the music before you just judge the sales that's I'm glad that you had the balls to do the female rapper list just because of the fact that a lot of girls I feel like are kind of able to skate by on being cute, Mm -hmm. maybe having like one popular record and being well liked and they're able to kind of like pass by with the image that they are actually well liked or successful when from my perspective it's like this this chick is really not it and you guys are kind of gassing her up and treating her like she's something that she, uh, I'm not going to name names. And in general if you get on Twitter you see everyday people talking about 
about bring back artist development, bring back artist development. Oh, yeah. This is that. This is artist development on paper. This is saying, hey, this artist could use some work in lyricism. This mm. artist could use some work in style. This artist could use some work in flow. And a lot of our female rappers, even though I wish LA had a few more female rappers putting out music consistently, on a national level, a lot of our female rappers could step up their lyrics overall but for how, any how, reason. How are you going to give sexy, sexy Red a 49 when she <laughs> said, my pussy pink, my booty hole brown? That's or... lyricism is a five. That's <laughs> not... It's a super hard to like got a 51 though, bro. Like, like come oh, on. That's an F. Yeah, she doesn't make good music. They're homegirls. She's a hard to like get like a higher grade than Sexy Red. Because what? she doesn't have one good record. She can rap better than Sexy Red. Yo, she, she, she had no got a record, two though. for fashion. She, listen. she would take issue with that. I hope she did yeah. the same thing about me. Please don't echo on the same thing about me. Suki has like has like has like no songs out though, right? No, she has, she has, no, music she has a lot of music. No, out. no she sorry. has more music out than Sexy no, Red. Sorry, that's hot. Like hot songs out. Her personality overshadows her record versus yeah. at least um, Sexy Red has the record. Sexy Red reposted it when I posted the report card, so shout out to her. Yeah. Oh, oh, now, bro, you know you're wrong, man. Lola Brooke. Nah, Baby Tate, man. Oh, I thought you were talking about Lola. Listen, Baby Tate, uh -huh. just as from an Atlanta, artist, she's from Atlanta. Yeah, right. Like as an artist, she like she like she has it all. She can rap, she can, she can sing. sing. Yeah, yeah. She's talented as fuck. Now, I feel like her like her like biggest mistake mm -hmm. was dating Guap Dad, right? Okay, shout out to him. And here's why: when you are being like perceived as the next hot female up. Mm -hmm. And then we see who you're dating. We're like, sometimes I can't damn, take it, but that's like, not why she right? Like it, it brings down like the brand to like, you know, like this. Why can't dude. it bring Guap Dad up? Up, uh, yeah. Again, a rising tide I, I, I love makes Guap all Dad, by the way. boats float or some shit. How's that go? A rising tide raises all ships. Again, I, don't know. I didn't uh, even know that they dated. This is all news to uh, me. Yeah, right. Listen, okay. well, and, and like he, he like cheated on her. Yeah, right. But again, also oh, he was DDG in the situation. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look at how you grade rappers. Like you grading her uh, off of who she fucking. Not the DDG. I love is about a that though, right? right. But like, if you're baby Tate and you're like, like, like yo, listen, like she's the next one up. Like yo, she can rap, she can sing, yeah, she's, she's sexy as fuck. She's bad. Needs to put out more music. Yeah. And then you like fuck up your brand by like dating like a you know like an ex scammer who's a like who's like an LA well, rapper. Well, we can't deny the importance the of who you're yeah. dating because we saw Doja Cat lose two hundred thousand followers right. from dating a, day, a white dude like this <laughs> with well, a history like of well, like no, like he's a predator. Though. Well, he like, likes getting rimmed. That like uh, there's like multiple. How do y'all like, find out these people's personal? It was business. a headline on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't want to yeah. know this. Who wrote the rimmed article? Uh, I think the Doja Cat fans. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? And, and like, there's like multiple like 15 and like 16 year old girls saying, "Yo, like he DM me, bro, bro, bro." Listen, it was just him being weird on like a Twitch community yeah, or some nah. shit. Because I've been following that well, guy for both, a long both time. Both of them have, you know, I try to leave people's personal business. Yeah, that's yeah. probably smart. You got enough variables to worry about. Yeah, I got, I got shit. 12, ca 12 <laughs> categories. I focus on the lyricism, yeah. style, impact, cadence, flow, catalog, consistency, music videos, beat selection, branding, originality, and versatility. Not, who, not who you fucking. How are you gonna give doing? Nicki Minaj a five for flow? Oh man, I said that in my last interview here. I don't like people that rap like that. Kendrick, kind of robotic. Kendrick, mm. Eminem. People like that, I don't like that type of flow. That's not yeah, me. Did the barbs find out about this? Oh, that they blew this. The female rapper court card is the second biggest one. Detroit is the no Atlanta's the biggest. Detroit, then female rap. Okay. They didn't like that I gave Nikki a three in originality. They say all these girls copy Nikki. And I'm like, no, all these girls copy Lil' Kim, just like Nikki copies Lil' Kim. Nikki's got her whole style from Kim. That's why she has a three in originality. You think she, Cardi she is did, six though? Yeah, because Cardi brought okay, Kim's not a stripper. Cardi brought a stripper. Again, it goes back to that Rimble Draco 
uh, conversation that we yeah. had. Mm-hmm. You can be influenced by somebody, but you have to add something new to it. Tell me exactly what did Nicki add new to the Little Kim formula? Cardi added stripper vibes to it. City Girls added scammer vibes to it. Kim's not a scammer. <laughs> scammer vibes you get what crazy. I'm saying? Kim yeah. not Kim not from the South. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like Nikki's yeah. from New York. You're from the same place as Kim. So what are you deviating from? What are you adding to the Little Kim formula? I would have to do a, a deeper Little Kim yeah. deep dive yeah. to be able to explain why I think Nicki Minaj yeah. has differentiated herself. But. I, have, I don't see any evidence of it. I just see her. I see her executing what yeah. Kim did exceptionally well. But that does not mean that originality means first original. Interesting. I do agree with Nicki Minaj having the highest rating on here, yeah. but I feel like a few of these. Yo, could bro, be a like he higher, hates. Bro. Bro. And she hasn't dropped the album since 2018. So bro. that affects your grade. Uh, he he hates like these female rappers, bro. Like all I see is F's here. No, you got you got some B's. Armani Caesar from New York, the female it's majority F's though, right? Well shit, uh, majority <laughs> F's on the LA card, then like majority the F's. That's, 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 that's saying I hate rappers or yeah, something. You gave Quilla Ray a, f- a, a, a 50. Bro, like she's like diverse, like Spice got a 55. Well, of course, of course. Ice Spice can't rap. And Quilla Ray doesn't make good music. Oh, Bless oh you. Yo, here, now listen, in, in, in like 12 months, mm-hmm. there's another Bronx girl that's coming out, well, listen, like she's going to be like the biggest thing ever. What's her name? It's Kenzo B. B. Oh. I didn't hear what you said. Uh, Kenzo uh, B. Yes, yes, Kenzo B. Oh, okay, I'm not familiar with her. Trust me, like she's going to be like the next Ice Spice. You soon. counting Murder B out? I I don't see like you Murder B right? translating. You hate her, right. No, I don't hate Murder B, right? Okay. She does like too much. I, you know, it, right again. Like, I, like I, I want to see black women be in safe spaces, right? Okay. So, like, when you're like talking about that option, you going, why even like involve yourself with? Do you feel me? Ain't that clickbait, man. Right. Yeah. But she's not dating, you know. Some, you, you know. Yeah. Well, there you go. Who, who she dates matters. All right. Yeah. Anything else that we should uh, cover before we wrap this? This is very, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta respect the workload. And where, where can people you. go if they want to get actual Ra- physical copies? Rapreportcards.com, or right. you can come to my um, LA Rap Workshop that I do. Okay. And things like that. Uh, we have a Dan Lay Magazine freshman cover coming out in September, okay. presented by Pro Club. Got to shout them out. Got up, Pro Club. And uh, we'll do keep doing these for the next maybe ten years before I pass the torch to somebody younger or something like that. Keep driving. Ten years. Yeah, maybe to like five, six, seven, eight, nine. You gonna years. be like a mogul probably in, in, in like five, man. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. you. Oh, listen, mm-hmm. listen. He needs to come on a new sometimes, man. Ooh, yeah, come That'd on now. Great. You want to argue? That'd with be something. great. I love to debate hip hop. Yeah, like we just yeah, did. Man. You two together. Let's see if they if they Ooh. like that. You call him your twin as soon as you yeah. walk in. He yeah. calls me twin. Yes, he does. <laughs> I love this guy. Man. I like his outfit today. He has on a nice outfit. I like it. I like I the like brown. It. It's very Liberian. I feel like there's some guy in Liberia Facts. right now rocking this fit. Facts, you feel me? Yeah, but come know. on now. You feel okay, me? yes. You feel they can't take hey. cloth and everything. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I appreciate you guys for having me. Yeah, it was no great doubt. talking hip hop. Shout out my man Dijon Paul. Much yes, respect sir. for everything you got yes, going bro. on. Thank, thank Glad you. we were able to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much to my man Flacco yes, for yeah. helping me tag team the situation. Right. Thank you to everybody who watched this. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Like, comment, and subscribe. We out.